0: They may have shared the womb, but they don't share opinions.
1: Welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on twintalkcast.com. And on the largest radio network there is, live365.com. Largest internet radio network. Internet radio network, live365.com. On there, just search for Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's what it is, baby. Twin Talk has radio, and then you you know, then we broadcast. That's like our, Deolisa's garage. Eh? But check us out every week as we broadcast from Dear Lisa's garage. We are identical twins that have nothing in common except our last names and our DNA. Um, our slogan is that we may have shared the know. womb, but we don't share opinions. I don't know what size pants do you wear, dude? I'm thirty-two. 30 okay. Thirty-two with an inseam of thirty-three, I think. Thirty-four. Okay. So we don't have that in common, eh? No, dude. No, we sh- don't. You're like a forty-five, right? Nah, Charlie, not that big. <laughs> eh? But I'm big.
2: <laughs> I'm thirty-two,
1: 34, around there. It depends on the pants. Right on. Do you Do you have the patches on your uh, on the knees like back in the seventies? No, then? look at my like knees. Like the tough skins. Look how torn. Uh-huh. All my pants get all torn because I'm like I don't know how these. Are you wearing Reeboks? Yeah. Hey, that's 80s, eh? That's my, this is my work shoes, dude. Don't mess with it, man. That's 80s. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to us every Tuesday night as we broadcast live. And what we do with our show is basically celebrate our differences because we are twins, but we're a microcosm of the world. Every one of us, we're all brothers and sisters in this world. We are all the same, but yet we are individuals. So basically, my brother is just... Uh, Just does a lot of talking and then, uh, and uh, I try to uh, uh, bring a little balance, eh? Whatever, dude. It it happened from the beginning, eh? From when (laughs) we were born, también, eh? Whatever. Anyway, we have a fantastic show for you tonight. Tonight, we have, um, out of the uh, uh, Watts gang intervention, Dr. Perry Crouch. He has a PhD in education and he's been in gang intervention. Since 1985. Oh, oh, right on. Yeah, you know he's, he's got, got a really good thing going on in Watts, and um, um, uh, they've got a gang intervention thing. Crime has gone down 75 percent in that neighborhood in one year. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to uh, to check that out. You, I, I noticed that you did something on that just recently. Yeah, I go to my Facebook page on Twitter. On, uh, that's mine. I'm gonna post it on Twin Talk Show. There's a a, a story that I shot in regards to that. But anyway, Uh, he's he's part of the community. He's part of the community of Watts and a a community organizer, Uh uh, a real community organizer, not one who runs for president and acts like community organizer. (laughs) This guy here, (laughs) this guy here is fantastic. And the community of Watts, Watts has been very, very infamous for many years because of Uh song and music and media for for gang. you know, uh and violence and things of the sort, but uh, Watts is one of the cities in America that has done the biggest improvement, and a lot of it has, oh, has really? to a lot of it has to do with the community. And the police agencies getting together. It didn't have nothing to do with those bus tours, that the gangster bus tours. La gang tours. <laughs> La gang tours. There's a lot of things. There's a whole lot of things involved. <laughs> but I went to this uh, gang intervention meeting yesterday, uh-huh. where all these agencies were there, and they. Um, what color were you wearing, eh? <laughs> you know that's the thing, and Watts, It doesn't matter what color you are anymore. Right on, man. right on. It's really cool. And there were people from, (laughs) let me tell you, police agencies like the Sheriff's Department, LAPD, PD, Los Angeles Police Department, also people from the Housing Authority, people from the community all get together and they work together. And it's funny because I was in that meeting. It was kind of like our family meetings, our family parties kind of dysfunctional and loud, (laughs) but we all love each other. and We all good. (laughs) That's how it was and i'm really fascinated so i'm really happy to say that we have uh, one of the org- organizers um, of that uh, community organization so if Dr. it was Perry if it was anything like in, in our family parties the tequila bottle came out later <laughs> <laughs> but 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 let me tell you there's a great tie in to this because uh-huh. as you know in the past um, you know the past this past month the great horrible manhunt for Christopher Dorner happened. Okay. Uh, the rogue Co- ex-cop who went around shooting police officers and their families and um, a lot of police officers were named in his manifesto. Oh. One of those police officers is Captain I can't pronounce his last name but it's pronounced with a. T- it starts with a T and they call him, affectionately call him Captain T in uh-huh. Watts. Uh-huh. He was there? He was there. He's ah. one of the organizers oh, okay. and they love this man, Angel. The community, black, white, yellow, orange, they love him. And they were praying for him. And as a matter of fact, Angel, oh, really? the reason why you got turned on to this was because the community actually, as you know, the police officers had to go into, they had to hold themselves up in their homes and be protected by the police because Dorner was hunting them down. Uh-huh. The community of Watts, some of them ex-gang members, presumably maybe some of them, but all the community uh, rallied together and offered to guard his house and protect. Really? Him. Yes. Aurale, gangsters are, are protecting the police. Yes. And his family. I wouldn't say gangsters because <laughs> um, because they, they don't, they've kind of downplayed that. The okay. Rumors were that they were gangsters, but I will say that the gang task force that would make a good movie. The community was part that of would it. Be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I was there yesterday, and and it was a very emotional meeting. Um, um, uh, Captain T was there, and he got choked up, and they gave him an applause, and, and and all wished him well, and they were telling him that they were glad. This is the community that well, used you know, to hate the police. I uh, that's what I'm tripping out on. Uh, this is a this is all new to me. I'm glad that you uh, that you that you got this gentleman on. What's his name? Captain Perry. I mean, sorry, uh, Doctor Perry Crouch. Because this is a real uh, a stark difference of what uh, of the impression. That was uh, left mm-hmm. me, uh, via this manifesto and uh, and and these uh, this fear and passion uh, for and against and people getting afraid basically of the whole thing. So I'm looking forward to uh, talking to this That's guy. why I'm so glad that I got I got to take part of this story, Angel. Because uh, here we are. Remember the 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 um, the debate. During the whole manhunt, people were going on there. A lot of them were lauding Dorner as a hero. A lot of them were reading his manifesto uh, reading his manifesto, and taking it as gospel truth. And a lot of them were just taking that as an opportunity to hate on the police. Well, guess what? I just took part in a story that I shot for NBC that aired yesterday. And you can catch it now on NBCLA.com. And I'm going to post it on my Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show, where you can see that one of the most infamous cities if I may say for as far as gang violence watts yeah is the, what one of the most improved and how is it done because the community and I saw it with my own eyes the community and the police are family and you know what angel that's the verbiage they use <laughs> they say family <clears throat> I was talking to Dr. Perry Crouch and another gentleman uh, 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 by the name of he goes by Fazo. He, he an ex-gang member who uh-huh. turned a community organizer said, look, we got we got the captain's phone number on our cell, his cell phone number on our pocket, in a back pocket. Right. We, we, we have barbecues together. All oh, right. On. You know, well, and they say where the well, youngsters used to run away from the police. <laughs> they take pictures to each other. Hey, check it out. Eh? <laughs> where youngsters used to run away from the police when they roll up. Now they don't. Now they walk up to them and they're chill. You know, they chatted up with them. So it's just an amazing story of 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 a rebirth of a city right on and i just was so i'm so honored to be part of that story and i'll post it on facebook i could tell you're pretty happy man and um, i'm looking forward to meeting this and guy dr perry crouch is going to be with us to talk about about that and you know what <laughs> that community and like a lot of communities needs your help too so uh, hey, well remember santos later. and lily over in baldwin park yes yeah. yes they, we called them narcs but they were yes. school police yes at uh, high school, Ball uh-huh. Park, in the city of Ballin Park. They were kind of cool too. Eh? They were cool. Uh, Santos and Lily, a, a gentleman and a woman. I don't know. They were pretty up there. In and age. you know, they were armed. And they and they, they were had guns. Armed. And they would drive their little vehicles in the school. Yeah.
2: I yeah. dug it, eh?
1: <laughs> and then Benson was the other guy, or Benzer. Benzer. Didn't somebody like take his gun one time? Like, as yeah. a prank. As a prank. <laughs> that's how it is. That's how it was. School back then when it was not Take somebody's gun as a prank. <laughs> when they use good common sense to, to school people, you know. But anyway, uh, that's what we got going on in the show. Also on the show, there was a big guy. Angel's going to have his chill lounge today. I'm going to take a pass on the Patriot Pass, so we'll take oh, that one right for next down, week. Eh? Um, also on this uh, show that we do every week, Good straight one. out of Telemundo, an NBC multimedia journalist and awesome cool-ass chick with the pink headphones. My favorite is girl in that building over there in what is now called the Burbank Studios, Miss Jackie Casa. Shoot.
3: Hey, guys. What are you going to be
1: having with us for us on the news and dirty laundry later today?
3: Uh, Tonight, I have an Oscars recap of the winners, losers, and who's become Hollywood's newest sweetheart. Also, have you um, left to a better place, kicked the bucket, you know, (laughs) uh, died, and didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to your loved ones? Well, social media has come up with a way to help you out. I'll tell Uh you how. And finally, what does Asana (laughs) What does a sauna, a tennis court, and a prison in Norway have in common? I'll (laughs) tell you what that answer is and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. Bunch of (laughs) people with bad knees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel here with us every week, every Tuesday night. Thank you, Jackie. So stay tuned for that. Angel, how was your week, brother? My week was pretty good. I was trying to remember all that uh, that I did because... Um, you know they say that that the you know it be, you should organize yourself like write it, things down like get a calendar and appointment books and sure. whatever works for you right and one you know not only to effectively go about your day right but also to not clutter your mind you know yeah and so I'm uh, kind of so person. what I do is I just don't remember things so that I don't clutter my mind. <laughs> 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 so just forget them intentionally. But I remember that I went to work on Saturday. I actually worked... W- well, my wife put uh, put in a, a, a half a day. She's management at the place she works at. So they do this, okay. this thing. There's an acronym they use for it. I forgot what it's called, but managers, they, they, they take... The w- between them all they do a sat- uh, a Saturday like every month and a half or something like that where they clean up stuff or what no they they it's it's a assisted health uh, hel- so it's a 24 oh. 7 taking care of older folks place okay and uh, she's part she's management so th- they're there for to provide support and whatever when management's not typically there okay so I went with her and I, I got to do some filing eh oh so <laughs> that's what I did. Okay, so you did some <laughs> filing, some clerical work. Well, it was kind of cool because she could go anytime she wanted. And I, I was like, well, babe, you know, uh, I actually felt like going to work with my wife. And I says, can I go with you? And she thought, I would love it. Wow. Of course. I bet she loved it because she's so she in did. love with you, dude. She's like whooped. You got her fooled. That's the one you marry. Eh? Uh, the yeah. one that loves you. eh? And you know what? Uh, um, uh, we stopped at my mom's house on the way up there. Okay. I'd, uh, at uh, our mother's house At our your, mom's. people freak out when we say that. Since we were growing up, we'd always say my mom, uh, you know, my <laughs> mom. And people would ask, well, but is your true? mom is your mom not his mom, too? Well, yeah, but we say she's my mom. People would want us to say our mom or mom or just mom. Yeah, I've gotten
3: it. that. I've gotten that, too, before when it's I say Span- my mom,
1: it's a Spanish translation for us. Because in mi, Spanish, mi we say mama. mi mama.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. I've you had know? someone tell me, why don't you just say mom? Why do you say my mom? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyhow, had coffee at mom's. Awesome. My mom's.
4: <laughs>
1: Me mama. Oh, well, you know what? I just I forgot <laughs> something. I wanna play so- I wanna play something for you real quick. Listen to this, listen to this. Listen at listen, the listen. grands. Listen, listen to this.
0: Hug a twin today. Listen, listen to twin, twin talk with Jose and Angel. Jose Tuesdays and at seven PM. 7 PM. That's that's our
1: voice of Twin Talk, And I forgot to mention that the voice of Twin Talk is sitting in Tia Luis's garage right now, Jeff Johnson, who does the intro. He's a multimedia journalist himself, multi blogger and social media guru. Jeff Johnson's in the garage as well. What's up, Jeff? What up? What up? Hey, uh, oh, my God. Listen to the voice in real life. <laughs> I'm out of the cage. <laughs> Hug a twin today. From the cage to the garage. Anyway, so he's going to be with us here today. He's going to uh, he's going to regale us with his Oscar stories. I'll give you guys a secret. He didn't watch the Oscars. That's why I want to talk to him about it. <laughs> so stay tuned for Drift Johnson. He's always a blast. Anyway, so as you were saying, you know, my weekend, um, I ended up working the Oscars. I worked four days straight on the Oscar carpet. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you, ma'am. My, um, I know people love seeing those pictures you put right. up. It's oh, pretty dope. I got a story to say, though, because if you follow me at all on Twitter, which is my Twitter handle is JoseJR67, my Instagram handle is JoseJR67, and my Facebook handle is JoseJR67. So if you follow me on any of those, um, you'll see that when I go out and I cover news, whether it's a hurricane or, uh, or a, poli- a political event or entertainment, I tweet what I do because I'm a freelance uh, video journalist. And uh, that's a good way to promote myself. Plus also and uh, put out information. And people love the- They did, the they love red- all the pictures. But before we get to the pictures, Wow, hey, you remembered all your handles. <laughs> it's the same handle for all 3 or 4 <laughs> of them. How could I forget them? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to write them down for so I could promote mine too. But yeah, I'll follow me th- folks, please. So, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, you, I and I and I and I can understand how people would get so excited because, you know, being on the red carpet and taking pictures like well, from your iPhone or whatever it is. Uh-huh. It gives that perspective, the same perspective that everyone would have anyone would have with their iPhone. If they were there or their telephone. Oh, that's a good and point there. And so you see kind of like the uh, 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 kind of uh, you see some of the set and then you see some of the, you know, you know, the cameraman in the background, the glamour and whatever behind the glamour uh-huh. type. So mm-hmm. it kind of gives that perspective. And I dig it. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, because when I first started tweeting uh, and tweeting photographs of locations like that, the all the red carpets and premieres, I would take pictures of celebrities as they go by. And then I realized as I started taking pictures of the background stuff, all the all the the, the press and media and cameramen and audio guys crammed like sardines in the behind on the red carpet with tuxedos on and all the cables and the equipment and everything. People got I got more of a reaction from those than the other yeah, stuff. Really? And that's called in television it's called deconstructing the set. When you deconstruct the set, even shots of the damn satellite trucks, people are like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. So that's what I started doing. Right on. But but I have a story about this. This I want to ask you though. Uh-huh. Did you understand the words that were coming out of Chris Tucker's mouth? <laughs> uh, my brother's saying that because I posted a photograph of Chris Tucker after we shot a quick interview with him on the uh, red carpet, uh, and I asked him to look at. To talk it. To the reason why I took a picture of him <laughs> was because I wanted to share it with my daughter Nalani, who's in college in Colorado, and she loves those Rashar films, <laughs> and she loves that line. <laughs> do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? But my story, the credential story, for it. go for the credential. One OK, time. I whenever you got to hook it up, sometime, I do my maybe. very best to. Yeah, it's like Fort Knox, but I do my very best to really uh, 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 tweet and use social media uh, responsibly, because when I'm in working in a new situation, I don't want to leak information that's exclusive to whoever I'm working for ahead of time or put out some information on an investigation or just whatever um uh, or just put out some information that hasn't been corroborated yet all so, right all right we get it uh, eh? i no have friend. to paint the picture <laughs> at the same time when you go out you know as Did you ha- have to throw that corroborated noise corroborated the word on there well corroborated <laughs> <laughs> It's because you've been talking to police officers lately. <laughs> I'll corroborate it <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The reason why. Hey, by the way, Jose, you have the right to remain silent. Eh? <laughs> anyway, so um, I, 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 when, when you go get credentialed and a lot of the times the back of the credentials, you sign a paper and you say that you're not going to, for instance, take pictures with celebrities or ask for autographs and things. of the Oh, uh, OK, sort. OK. And that's fine. They do but, that at the Oscars. But at the Oscars, no, the Oscars is like freaking radio silence, you walk into the credential office, first of all, and first of all, they, three months, three or like, four months they, ago, they uh, you, you had to send your driver's license photo,
5: I had it, which had I, it I had
1: argued about because that's a that is an official document. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Unless you have a placard on your chest, you cannot take my fr- freaking ID. <laughs> but long story short, okay. I, I acquiesced. Were you afraid somebody's going to sell it at MacArthur Park or I, something? I acquiesced. Anyway, I can never tell a story straight. Because I can never, I can never, I can't can't get it. I've noticed. I let my brother tell his stories. You know, I let him go from beginning, middle to end. You know, because you got to be able to set up a story, and he messes up the flow. Yeah. the, The the you know, so when you get to the punchline,
0: you tell your stories broadcast news style. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, what? my brother does it like you're chilling. He you
0: to do the intro, the setup, the toss. <laughs> yeah, is, that the what, is that what it is? <laughs> Basically, he's been around that so long he doesn't know how to tell a story. Yeah. Way. <laughs> that's that's just the way it is. <laughs> oh,
5: no, no. So anyway, credentials. Okay, here's here's
1: here's broadcast news. Uh-huh. I got I got um, admonished by the, the Oscars. What does that mean uh, admonish? I got I got scolded by the Oscars because you didn't want to give them your Okay. ID? So that let me let me go back. That is that's, that's the thing you that, go this way you let go me this finish. way and then you say okay well let just me Just listen. First. If you would just have the attention span of a 5-year-old versus a 2-year-old <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy with a 5-year-old. Anyway, pyramid style. I just give you was, the headline. Like, he I just, just get, I just, me. <laughs> I just gave you the headline. I got scolded by the Oscars. Okay, go. That's the headline that hooked me. Jose Ooh, he got scolded. from Twin Talk. Jose Hernandez from Twin Talk with Jose and sometimes Angel. Let me finish. Got so, scolded. So what happened was I, um, uh, uh, th- when you walk into the credentials office, there are big signs that says no social media. Do not take photographs of your credentials or photographs with your credentials showing. Okay. Oh, at the Oscars and, and post them on any social media oh. or else they will kick you out. Oh. No questions asked. Then what did you do? How did you get well, away with it? Well, what happened is I take off my credentials to take photos because I didn't want to by accident take a picture of myself with a credential and get thrown out because I want to be responsible. Oh, OK, so um, um, and this was like the first day on the carpet, you know, because it's a four day gig and I'm on the carpet and stuff. And I take pictures of myself and I start posting them. But I took my credential off. One time I took a picture with one of my colleagues, Mark James. He had his credential on, but he had it turned around. Okay. We took a couple of pictures. I picked the best one. The best one happened to have the credential slightly oh, turned. Oh, dude, you but threw I him did, under the bus. But I, eh? No, I got <laughs> in trouble because I posted it on my social media. So I get a call in the evening from my producer from NBC. I was working for the network. OK, and she okay. says, Jose, Jose, you've got to take that media off that picture off the social media. I'm like, what are you talking about? The credential is showing you posted something. The Oscars came and talked to me, Jose. You How got did they know? That's the thing. They're surfing the net for that. And she says to me, Jose, we are lucky because I've been working with them for so many years and I know them and they came up to me and said, we haven't said anything to anybody upstairs yet. But there's a picture of your cameraman and his partner. With one of the credentials showing, so I'll get him to take it off, or we're gonna have to kick him out for the show for the rest of the show. Oh, and that would have been a disaster. So it was during the show. No, this was four days before the show. (laughs) Okay, because you have the pre-show. Other pre-show live shots and shoot stories that I shot. Okay, and they were that strict, and they caught it within thirty minutes. It's good to be connected. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> uh, the next day I went to the Oscars guy. His name is uh, w- the guy of the credentials. Uh, I ran into him, and I said, hey, dude, I'm really sorry. He goes, look, I know. I could tell it was not intentional. Just don't. So I was going to post a tweet to everyone saying, uh, your cameraman, Jose Hernandez, is on a Oscars social media embargo because I don't want to by accident take a picture of someone's in the background. Oh. Say if I take a picture of myself and someone in the background has a credential showing, I'd be in trouble if I posted it. So I posted very f- few pictures. So the point of my story Did is... Did you I use that embargo word on your social media? No, I decided not to do that because you know why? I didn't want to get in trouble for just saying I'm embargoing myself because of the Oscars. and then Do I- they know you have a radio them. station, Jose? No. Okay.
0: Why? So my point is, ta- I'm sorry, <laughs> folks.
1: I would have posted a lot more pictures uh, from that event. Had I so can
0: you post them after the fact? Yeah, like, and now I start, that it's over, you can post them.
1: Yeah, and I've been doing some since. Okay, you know, but it kind of you know kills it. Yeah, for you. but that's that's what happens. It was like that's Fort Knox over there because people can cr- uh, uh, forfeit and counterfeit those right. those those things. It's just so easy to do. It's so easy nowadays. The technology is there. So, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I will I will again that's, apologize. I got great stories, but I can't say them on the air. <laughs> But that's the way. But I, you know what? I, um, I got a bouquet of flowers from, from, uh, f- from there, and brought them home. Okay.
3: Oh, well, that's nice.
1: Awesome. Because they said you could take. You could take them. I, well, I still have that kiss poster, right on. From the uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that next time time, 'cause uh, Jose's done talking already. Anyways, uh, it's <laughs> time for your <laughs> shout-outs
4: because
1: uh, – we like to give you a shout out. Uh, the shout outs are brought to you by Express Cuts. First, I want to give a shout out to our new friend, Alexa Fender Candy. What's up, Alexa? Hello. Tell us about that iPhone cassette case. Uh, I don't remember. You remember, Jose? I remember. You remember? I, I remember one of our guests had it and they were taking pictures with it. Baby. Maybe, maybe, maybe Baby, so. call in. Call us in at 626. 626- two, seven, five, twin, six, two, six, two, seven, five, eight, nine, four, six. We forgot to say that. Yes. Also, you can also chat us up on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. What Anyhow, uh, also a shout out to Freddie Aguirre. Hey, got the email. I love the Johnny <laughs> high five. Everybody look him up, Johnny high <laughs> five. Also, uh, Tori, George Gonzalez, uh, Primas, Vivi, Roxy, <laughs> Desiree and Primo Jose. I'm looking forward. We are looking forward to that hike. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Seth McFarlane. Hey, I saw your boobs, Holmes. (laughs) Also, a shout-out to Lizette, Manny, Amber, Andrew, and our host, The Honey Buns, and their their granddaughter, Sadie, had a good time this weekend. Uncle Jose didn't make it, (laughs) eh? Also, um... That's your shout outs. Your shout outs are brought to you by Express cuz do you have any
5: shout outs? I want to give a
1: shout out to my friend Mark James who was working with me uh, alongside with me on the red carpet. Boy, I, we, you were an invaluable help. Thank you very very much. Oh, also a shout out to David. Hey, hey. What's up, man? You uh, you met him on yeah, the red carpet. He's uh Guy that I work with at all the fights. I was walking by and he goes Hernandez. And I turn around, and he goes, "What's up?" And yeah. I, also, a uh, hello to Joe Sexy. Uh, he's been on a show a few times. I saw him there as well. Right on, Joe. Sexy. He was wearing the red carpet, walking the red carpet, probably with all his girlfriends, right? Also, exactly. Yeah. He had an entourage of women. Some of them, I don't know if they were women, but hey, so go for have it, Joe Sexy. Call in next time also want to give a shout-out to Pat <laughs> Good one, Patricia Sandoval. I saw her on the red carpet. Oh, we right took on. a picture together. I'm going to post it on Facebook yet. Oh, she's doing the Oscars now. Huh? Uh, right also, shout-out to our sisters Linda and Marisol. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, Hey, you want to give a shout-out,
0: Jeff Johnson? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to shout-out the world. <laughs> Go for it. All right. Make us look bad. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude You know, I don't really I don't know I guess I can give a nice Shout out to Hawaii For showing me a great time We discriminated oh, meant, against The rest you know? of the world And he He
1: made us He pointed hey, that out for us I like the way I you love put it. everybody <laughs> I like the way you put it, eh How about you, Jack? You want to give a shout out To anyone?
3: I want to give a shout-out to my sisters. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening, girls. We, I do, too. I, I, it really heartens me to know that your sisters are listening. And I know why. I know. Because they're big fans of yours. Yeah, You can tell they're big fans they of yours. They
3: better be. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I totally dig uh,
1: Jeff Johnson's bathroom roll. Shout-out to uh, Hawaii for showing him a good time, eh? A- Angel. Yeah. Angel. Angel, give a shout-out to Alexia again. Alexia. Candy Fender. You were first, eh? Maybe that's why you missed it, huh? Did you log on now? Hey, uh, call us up or post on Facebook and let us know that you did. Eh? Yes. Uh, you, again, you could talk to us all throughout the show. Send us a uh, Facebook message on our wall. Comment on whatever you want to comment about. On uh, Facebook, on Twin Talk Show, you could also give us a call at 626 275 8946 You know what, Angel? What's up? I'm going to make this show Open Phone Day. All right, Open Phone eh? Call in anytime, <laughs> 626-275-8946. Also, my sister Linda said something about our conversation we had earlier. She says, people, this is exactly how our family gatherings sound. Long story intros and short attention spans. (laughs) 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 That's so true. The only difference, (laughs) the only thing she left out was everybody interrupts everyone else. (laughs) Thanks for listening, sister. Okay, we'll be right back, y'all. (laughs)
4: Cheers.
3: Martinez, your loca host of Mass TV, just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8 30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV Dish, and AT&T UVerse. Tune in.
1: You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I'm Angel, and we're broadcasting live every Tuesday night on TwinTalkCast.com from and the Lucius Garage. Did yeah, I say that? Yes, you did. No, okay. now you did. Okay, I just. Did. We're also doing it on the largest radio internet radio in the world. (laughs) Did I say it right? (laughs) The largest radio, internet radio. That's redundant. (laughs) It's large. eh? We'll take it. And, uh, just look for twin Talkcast radio. (laughs) Anyways, we do it every, every Tuesday. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, it is, um, uh, it is a Tuesday night. Tuesday is (laughs) Twinsday. And we want to remind our listeners uh, that you can give us a call throughout the show. Um, Anytime time to give us a call, uh, make a comment, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Also on Facebook, please come on Facebook and chat us up, uh, you know, on Twin Talk Show on Facebook uh, on our wall. OK, so they. Hey, I have to admit something. Abe. What's up, man? We have our Facebook, but we got suspended from accepting friends for a little while. What happened? Hi. We got embargoed. We uh, <laughs> that's a, wait a minute. You didn't tell me this. What did you do? Uh, I just, th- I just sent out some requests, eh? What do you mean? You know how at the you top. You got to tell me these things, you dude. Know how, you, know, you know at the top when it, when it tells you you have a friend request? Yeah. And then you go and you click on it, and then it says, you may know all these people. Okay. So I clicked all the way down. And then it, and then it logged me out, and it told me that
0: I had to uh, wait 14 days. So you put Twin Talk in Facebook jail. <laughs> dude, yeah. Angel, hey, what the heck? I did.
1: Isn't that like that's not cool? Why does it show them to me if I can't click Add Friend on it? It had the option. Yeah,
0: Facebook has always had this little limit on how many people that you can request to be their friend. So yeah, once you Angel, hit that limit, then they're like, hey, "Okay, you're done for a little bit." You know yeah. what, Angel?
1: I think you should let it be more organic. You know, dude. Thanks for when did this happen? First of all, this is uh, our just, Facebook. Just today, I want to tell Fender Candy. Um, I tried to to say yes. So try later. I'm not sure if it's so there. for all those people. I that sure did it. Every show that every show, every every Tuesday night when we're live, people are friending and we're accepting friend requests throughout <coughs> the show. Uh, I, I'm sorry, folks. If you uh, send a friend request, we're going to have to wait a while to, to accept it. But I'm please, sorry, because my brother is because eh? my brother just got us both in trouble. Isn't that what happened? <laughs> since we were twins. One of us would get in trouble. We would both get in trouble. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Lulu Lulu just uh, chimed in on Facebook talking about uh, uh, responding to my uh, social media embargo from uh, (laughs) from the from the Oscars. She says, "Qué tanto pedo!" That sounds like Angel. (laughs) When I went to the Jay Leno told, we were told not asked to turn off phones and no pictures, and they said, "Have fun." I was like, "Hello, you asked me to turn off my phone. That's no fun." (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you that I got? In real big trouble because of Jay Leno. Why? Because of social media. Oh, big trouble. D- what did you do every day? I walk onto the lot every day. I walk by Jay Leno's parking spot. You've seen it, uh-huh. it and he's got a car. Yeah. And he's got a different car every day. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. I remember you used to post cars. pictures.
3: Did you not? Well, did I did take a picture of his license plate or no, something?
1: no. Well, it's close. What, what happens is I started it was when I first started doing uh, uh, tweeting and I thought that's a great way to get followers. You know, every day I'd walk in, take a picture of his car, and it would, I would say a hashtag. What's Leno driving today? And a cool picture, and people loved it. And they would respond, and I picked up all these followers. And I would, what's Leno driving today? And then one day I got pulled into the office. <laughs> HR is like, uh, well, uh, uh, we've seen that uh, you've been posting uh, Mr. Leno's uh, cars <laughs> every day. And uh, and I'm like, yeah, I even mentioned him a couple of times. So you could see that I'm kind of promoting a show. And he's like, uh, they're like, We would like you to abstain
0: from that, please. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love that word, abstain?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, does that have anything to do with corroborate? (laughs) Anyway, so I'm like, uh, he's like, do you understand that his security uh, detail is up in arms about this? Because, you know, you realize Mr. Leno gets death threats? And now you're telling people what he's driving today. <laughs> in the meantime, I'm really freaking out. But inside, but, I'm pissed off he, because you guys have seen it. Not anymore because the tours have stopped at the NBC studios because they're no longer NBC studios. What are they called now? The, the Burbank Studios. The Burbank. Don't, drive, don't don't take us on a tangent, Angel. Okay. You're the one that does it, but you're the one that but, does it. Uh, but, let me stick to the story. And, and the point is really you're the one that does it. the point is every day these tourists would come in and take pictures. And tweet the car every day. Every, well the thing is, is they get in trouble the it. car
0: the car is right there by where everybody comes in, where all the you know, show guests yeah. and where the people, you know, the audience members, everybody yeah. comes in. So security detail, step your game up.
1: And exactly, <laughs> you're standing right there.
0: Now, if you want to know something else, if you want to know something else about Jay Leno, I can tell you where he grocery shops. Hey, he <laughs> shops at Ralph's over here on Buena Vista and Victory. You know why? Because I've seen him in there and I've had a conversation with him at the meat department. That's my Ralph's. That's yeah. where I go to. That's where Jay Leno shops.
3: And sometimes he has pretty over the top cars that you can't help but peek in to see who's driving. And it's fucking Jay Leno over driving the around in Over the top cars, Burbank. but
0: not over the top clothes. With, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to say. Because he wears his Canadian it's, tux it's, everywhere. It, it, it's, it's topless. It, the blue jeans
1: suit. The blue jean yeah. suit and the chambray <laughs> top. Yeah. With all due respect, Mr. Leno, but you know what? I'm a fan. I'm a better, but he fa- a better fan. He I, I waves love. at everybody. He waves at everybody. He's, when a he's good. driving by. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a people, good. people. He's nice to people with his denim blue shirt. So let <laughs> me finish <laughs> what happened. Let me tell you what happened. So they told me, you say they told me not only to abstain from that, but they they told me to write an apology letter what? to Mr. Leno. That's exactly what I said. I went, what <laughs> I said, uh, listen, I said and I said, listen, I am not going to write a letter to Mr. Leno. I said, I will express to you. Please convey to him that I'm sorry if this is what happened. If he even knows this happened. But I'm not writing a letter that you guys can put in my personnel record. Yeah. So I will convey to you. I mean, I will tell you that you can convey to Mr. Leno if he knows about this, that I'm sorry. And it won't happen again. You're a badass. But to
0: hell with the fucking Did you right find now? out if he ever found out? About
1: I I'd never found out, and I
0: doubt he even knew. He probably doesn't even know.
1: It was those security guys just pulling rank, you know?
0: <laughs> you know, they do that a lot. Don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started. I'm getting you started. Hey, be careful with your security
1: guys at work, and I wouldn't, like, get started on that
0: one. I'm that's not going to get started. Don't <laughs> let Jose
1: pull you into <laughs> that. I'm not going to get started.
5: <laughs>
3: I don't have any problems with security at work. Of course
0: not. <laughs> of course not. You're Jackie Casas and you're beautiful.
3: <laughs> They're very nice to me.
0: It's not it's not a, it's not like a personal problem. It's just sometimes it gets like like if you forget your badge one day, it gets a little ridiculous trying to get in the building. Yeah, it is, and the guy sees me every day, and he's like, Not I, for me. I, I still, I still need your information here. <laughs> I, I know that I see you every day, but yeah. I have to take it down anyway. I hate that. <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, man! You I see hate me." Every- that. Well, I still need your driver's license number, your date of birth, the hospital you were born in. <laughs> you know, hey. it just gets ridiculous. I know. That's what I always tell Sheriff uh, uh, uh,
1: Shapiro or whatever his name, Joe, in in Arizona. I tell him the same thing, eh? Uh, Joe Arpaio. Jo yeah, Arpaio. Yeah, eh? It's the same <laughs> thing, eh? You Arpeo. don't have your papers with you right now, but eh, yeah.
3: Arpaio. Arpaio. Show it next time. Arpaio. But
1: anyway, um, it's the same shit. It's the same shit, eh? the same shit same, right? Same, same
5: stuff. I want to give a
1: shout out to Billy Goodnight, who's listening to us again from Arkansas. Arkansas, it's probably pretty close. Uh, Linda chimes in. She says, "All you have to do is drive down Buena Vista at 3 p.m. and you'll see him driving his fancy cars." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she says. Yeah, big security problem. On his way to Ralph. <laughs> she says he waved at me as I was admiring his classic orange Charger. Linda, don't tell us those personal things. We don't <laughs> want to go that far. Great.
3: Now his security. Personnel are you talking is about?
1: Are you talking about his car? Did I? Okay. <laughs> I, had, I have a story. I was driving down Buena Vista one time. And guess who was driving next to me? Get what was riding next to me. What the pussy wagon? What do you mean the pussy wagon? Did you watch uh, uh, Kill Bill? No, you didn't watch Kill Bill I the didn't. Quentin Tarantino movie. I didn't know. Oh, my God. Did you watch it, Jeff Johnson
0: long time ago? OK, he, he there's a, there's this big
1: 19. <laughs> uh, dude, Angel, Kill Bill. Did she, you have did you have now? Do, why don't you remember you didn't like the movie? Did, uh, did you have food coma or uh, <laughs> short-term memory loss? No, it was just a
0: long time ago. <laughs> and, I mean, if the movie doesn't strike a chord with me right there, then I'll probably forget well, about Billy it. Scott si- Billy break. Scott chimes <laughs> in. She
1: says, Jay Leno is my hero. He's the ultimate car guy. And, you know, there's he a – there's a, there's a, His
0: car is huge, eh? There's
1: a bookstore He's here. he got the Chitty Chitty cham, chitty, chitty Bang Bang <laughs> there's <laughs> a car. There's a car. It's a big metal car. There's a bookstore here in Burbank. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's got a catchy name. It's all about cars. And he's there all the time. He hangs out in this bookstore, in Magnolia. But what I was trying to say is I was driving down. Magnolia. Can anybody think of any other places where he goes <laughs> all over Burbank. Burbank all please. over
3: Burbank. That's really where he hangs. I don't I don't know. If, I don't know of any other Leno sightings other than in Burbank <laughs> or Vegas.
1: Anyway, let me tell you about the <laughs> pussy wagon. Who watched Kill Bill? In the the movie Kill Bill, at the beginning of the movie, when when the bride escapes the the hospital, she steals this ostentatious, circa 1970s converted truck with a camper shell that's a bright, glossy yellow with pink trims. And it's got this big writing on the tailgate that says, Pussy Wagon. And inside of it, there's dingo balls and fur. And it's just (laughs) pimped out and it is what kind of truck is it I, I, I don't even know it's so pimped out i didn't even know what kind of truck it is is it a, a mid-sized truck no it's is a, big, it a big it's a, it's a big muscle form. truck from the 70s oh okay and okay. It just picture that i need well i need your help on this i need to you know anyways it, it's driving down it a, it's driving down buena vista Max. I, I'm, and so I catch up to I'm trying to catch up to it as we're going down from the south. movie. Yeah, the exact same one. So I finally catch up to it and I pull up next to it. And I'm looking at it and I'm checking out. So the why Rams. were you chasing it, trying to get it? Because I want to get. No, I want to get close. <laughs> I want to it. get the pussy wagon and interview on our show. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And <laughs> it's called the pussy wagon, man. Anyway, so I pull up and I finally look into the driver's seat. Who's driving it? Quentin Tarantino himself.
3: That makes sense. When
1: was this? This was about four or five years ago now. Th- now, if that's not trying to be it was noticed, him. I know <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, you know what? Come to think of it, he was probably headed to General's, Jay Leno's house because he was heading that direction. Off, uh, uh, we were up, uh, by the time I caught up to him, it was Buena Vista and Empire. And, and Leno lives up north, uh, hey, well, uh, north of here. Let me tell you, I ha- I've had a, a couple I've had a couple of cars on my time and I've given them their nicknames tambien, but I was a little more uh, you know, down on the download on that. Uh, L- L- Lulu's chimes in. She goes, dang, you guys just got a post-it map with all the red dots where you know Leno goes. Uh, yeah, all I right? just,
0: just got an email from NBCHR here. And they said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> could you please not point out the direction of where Leno lives? Hey, we're going to start. And write ge- him an apology.
1: <laughs> from now on, let's make it a point. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the four of us, if we ever have a Leno sighting, let's geotag it. Now you do that shit. It's 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 illegal. If you're driving down the street and you make a left turn on victory and you happen to see Leno, take a picture of the street. Angel
0: can get away with it. He doesn't work for NBC. <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tori. Tori chimes in <laughs> and, and the rest of us Tori too. chimes in talking about my uh, my uh, pussy wagon story. She says, wow, your attention to detail on the Kill Bill automobile. <laughs> Uh, my <laughs> lovely, my lovely Reina champs and she goes, "Kill Bill, <laughs> coolest movie ever!" And she posted a picture of it. Thank you, Raina. Uh, man, let's see it. Check it out. It's on our Facebook wall. Oh. If you do not know the 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 vehicle, check it out. It's actually not even a '70s car. Now that I look at it, it's more like a uh, '90s uh, Chevy uh, make, but kind of decked out in a '70s fashion. Awesome! I dig it. Any- I gotta get one of these, eh? A- anyways, it was driving. Down <laughs> Let <laughs> me tell you, the other day, you know, my my wife and I, we've been married now for you know a while, but she moved out here to Burbank about two years ago, uh-huh. and uh, she was so hurt, for, you know, because she by now she should have seen Jay Leno, and she hadn't seen him. <laughs> but the other day we were driving on the five freeway, and you saw him, and I saw him on the rear view mirror coming up like really fast in w- that w- big w- his car, that big metal car, Billy. Hey, Billy, good night. That big metal car, the steam, the Im- steam, the Imagine steam. the one from Monopoly, the steamer, the steamer, yeah. the, the steamer, the it's same co- one, the same metal, but huge. It's really big. It looks th- it, it's really big. It's called the no Stanley top. steamer or something like that. Yeah. With no top on it. With yeah. It, and he's flying. I tell my wife, look out the window, look out to the left, like to my side. <laughs> and I told her, get your camera ready. She got so stoked. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I was pimping, eh? I got lucky. Uh, Leno's <laughs> a very nice man. I've I've had opportunity to talk to him a few times. But uh, I'm more of a uh, David Letterman fan. Uh, I really like David Letterman. And I also like Conan O'Brien when he was uh, late, late night and when he used to drive his desk around. Remember when he used to drive his desk? That was so freaking hilarious. <laughs> you know what I thought was a cool wagon back in the day? The Donut Man, eh? remember (laughs) the donut man yeah do the sound did you guys have the donut man in the background and i mean in the no you're too young you're too young too the donut man was a it was an old uh was it a a wagon and uh and he had it was yellow no windows on the side and they opened the doors you know it was like two doors that opened wide. right and it had these these uh long wooden uh, cabinets full of donuts
0: I'm glad it wasn't around. Was <laughs> no, seven, it was a thousand it was, pounds. He would, <laughs>
1: he would drive around really slow like the ice cream man. But it would have like a, a, a funky horn. Right. And so, you know, when he would come in. So you run out and he would just come out of his vehicle and step out to the back of it and open the doors from the back in these drawers, wooden drawers, just a bunch of donuts and you just buy your donut. Well, wow, that there. sounds
0: great. Oh, that the,
3: sounds really nice. The donut man It's eh? kind of like the Ding Dong Man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's That's what
1: ding- that, that was another name they called him, the Ding Dong Man. There you that go. It was the guy, and he drove around. It was a Chevy, sort of like uh, a wagon, a Chevy wagon, and uh, it had drawers in it. And some people called him the Ding Dong Man, and he had a little whistle.
3: Ah. Like
1: a brrr, brrr, when he drive by. Nice. And it was like, oh, here comes. The, we called him the Donut Man. <laughs> you know. But uh, some people called him that. Uh, uh, yeah, Lu, Lu, Lulu's chimes in. With dong, a, she doesn't like the pussy wagon. She wants a wiener wagon, she says. Oh.
4: <laughs> nice.
5: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Billie, nice, <laughs>
1: Billy Scott. First of all, Billy Scott chimes in. Thanks for chiming in, Billy. He says the car of Leno's that you're referring to is called the Blastoline Special, built by the Blastoline, or Blastoline Brothers.
3: Yeah.
1: And Oh, and the donut truck was a Helms Bakery. Thanks a lot, dude. All oh, right. right <laughs> Of course, that's right. He remembers. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so you know what? Um, you know what? Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm gonna we're gonna do a phoner, and then we do, um, then we do using it, dirty laundry, using eh? dirty laundry. So when we come back, we're gonna be talking to Dr. Perry Crouch, who uh, is a community organizer, and let me tell you, this guy has a great story in regards uh, to how Watts has come together, and really, well, along with the people of Watts and the police department and other agencies to make, um, you know, uh, uh, Watts uh, a better, safer place. Angel, make a make a request for a f- for a break, man. What do you want to hear? Well, uh, music requests? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Push uh, – I, I thought you had it ready. I, I, know, I don't have it ready. But you know what? <laughs> in in <laughs> in the spirit of uh, fun, let's, I- let's listen to a little uh, – Black eyed peas we will be right back. Got to
2: get that.
6: Got to get that. Got to get that. Got to get that. Yep, 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 Boom boom boom. Got to get that. Boom boom boom. Got to get that. Boom boom Got to get that. Boom boom boom. Got to get that. Boom boom
1: boom. That boom.
2: song below. I got that rock and roll, that future flow, that digital spit, next level visual shit. I got that boom, boom, How to beat bang? I
3: like that boom, boom, pow. Them chickens jogging my style. They try to copy my swagger. I'm on that next shit now. I'm sold 3,008. You sold 2,000 and late. I got that boom, boom, boom. That future boom, boom.
6: Sonic boom, y'all hear that spaceship zoom? When, when I step inside the room, them girls go eight shit. Boom. Y'all stuck on super eight shit, that low fi stupid
2: eight bit. I'm on that HD flat, this beat go boom boom bap. I'm a beast when you turn me on into the future, Cybertron. Harder, faster, better, stronger. Sexy ladies extra longer, cause we got to be that bounce, we got to be that pound, we got to be that 808,
4: that boom boom in your town. People in the place If you wanna
6: get down Put your hands in the air Will I am Drop the beat now I'll be rocking them beats yeah, yeah. I'll be rocking beats
4: Let the, let the beat, beat rock. rock. Let the let beat roll.
1: Yeah, that's um, Boom Boom Pal with uh, Black Eyed Peas. You know, um, you got to check out one of our shows. Uh, Go to our TwinTalkCast.com website. Click previous podcasts on our previous podcast. You will find the sons of Mariel on our show. As Jackie, has to say something? What's up, Jackie?
3: I just want to say congrats to Fergie on your announcement of your baby. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations oh, to you and right. your hubby, uh, Josh. Right on, girl. Josh right on.
1: Duomo. Is it Duhamel or Duhamel? So that uh, so this time the bump was uh, the, the baby, t- bump. Our baby bump. It's a baby bump. Anyway, I just want to remind our listeners that if you go to twintalkcast.com, click previous Podcasts, George Pajon, guitarist from the Black Eyed Peas, and Diego Val of, uh, of uh, the Voice Fame have gotten together and have put a, a, a group called the Sons of Mariel, and they debuted worldwide, debuted interview and music on Twin Talk. Show so check it out on previous podcasts. And we got to listen to the whole album on yes at their uh, studio, that was pretty dope. What a really good album! I'm looking forward to it. So, anyways, I'm looking, I'm really excited to uh bring on our next guest. Um, if you have an opportunity, I have posted on our Twin Talk Show wall, uh, Facebook wall, a story that a link to a story that I shot with NBC Los Angeles. If you followed the news at all in the past few weeks, you are all familiar with the uh, rogue ex-cop Christopher Dorner story, uh, his manifesto, um, putting down the LAPD, his uh, hunt to kill LAPD officers and their family members, and um, a lot of con- wow. a lot of controversy that went on after, after during this during. Uh, uh, the manhunt, you'd see on social media, a lot of people rallying behind this man, a lot of people talking about the fact that they believe that the LAPD mm-hmm. has got a lot to learn still, that they're still back in the days of uh, pre-Rodney uh, King with racism and what have you. And I shot a story yesterday for NBC Los Angeles, which made made me, it was very heartening and very good to see that one of the most notorious cities notoriously known for violence around the world, I hate to say it, is, is Watts. And yet this is a city that is, exemplifies what uh, a community can do if the community and the police department, and I don't mean just one, but several, the, the sheriff's department, the LA, LAPD, um, uh, housing authority, and all these other community members band together to stop gang violence or just stop violence. This this neighborhood has seen a drop of violence of 75 percent in one year. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, all that crap on the gang on the rap music about Watts, that's crap because I was there and I seen these people and I've seen the way they love the the police and the police love them. And I want to applaud them. And to that end, I want to introduce our guest, who's a fantastic man. um, uh uh, his name is dr perry crouch he's a phd in education he's been in gang intervention since 1985 so he was in it thick of it you know during the the crips and the bloods and the height of the whole colors thing Uh so on our show right now via telephone
6: mr dr
1: perry crouch dr perry crouch can you hear me this is jose
6: Hey, Jose. Yes, sir. I can hear you, man. Good looking out, man. That was a good introduction, sir.
1: Uh, well, let me tell you, um, I was very, very impressed by what I saw. I shoot a lot of news, and, and I've been doing this for 20 years, and too often I shoot those stories that, that you know about, that you probably lived and saw where, you know what, we only go into those neighborhoods because somebody got shot and somebody got robbed and somebody got killed. So it was a That's breath correct. of fresh air to see this happen. Thanks for being on our show with us. So um Thank
6: you for having me.
1: So once again, Dr. Perry Crouch. Tell us a little bit about your background first. I want to know who you are. You know, I want the people to know who you are, where you come from.
6: Okay. I was um I'm a I'm a p I'm a PK kid. If you don't know what a PK kid is, I'm a I'm a preacher's kid.
5: Oh all right. Um
6: <laughs> And I'm the late grandson of uh, the late bishop crouch
5: okay. and,
6: my, and and my father um was a bishop. He became a bishop at age forty one and preached his first sermon as a bishop and when we came home from church, he went into the we ate dinner at the dinner table. he went into the bathroom and had a massive heart attack and died at age forty
1: one well
6: yeah. So and so, my life kind of took a tailspin, and I went back to Monterey because I was born in Monterey, California. Okay. And then when my father died, I went back to Monterey. I was living; we were living in Watts. Wow. Uh, tell us right. about tell us
1: tell us about Watts
6: when you were there when you were growing up. What okay.
1: what, what, what time was this? What uh, you know? What decade are we talking about? This
6: was in the. This was in the. the, the the fifties the and the sixties,
4: okay.
6: uh, the, the, the height of the civil rights movement. So you, okay. And in Watts, the, 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 the housing projects, uh, that you know, the Hacienda Imperial courts, uh, Nickerson garden John down, they were put there in the forties for military, uh, personnel wise okay okay they were they, they wasn't built for generations and generations of of people to live it was the gas station approach fill up and move on oh.
1: wow I hear you so and, so you 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 lived through the uh watts riots oh yeah both of them and both of them also uh and I think that probably the bloodiest and I, I'll say these words I want to be Graphic. I want to be real, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, pro- yes, sir. Pro- probably the bloodiest era of, of of violence in that area. When you're talking about Jordan Gardens, uh, 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 Imperial Courts, and Nickerson, was was what during the 80s? Uh, well, I say
6: from 1987 to roughly about 1992.
1: Wow. So. No, and the story that we shot yesterday, one of uh, your colleagues, um, he talked about the fact, uh, this is Mr. Trent Moody, who's also Mm -hmm. a a, a community organizer, talked about the fact that a lot of that violence that was going on, and he says it in the story, he says, people weren't coming in from out of town, we were shooting one another, we were killing one another.
6: Talk talk about that. that. that, That's correct. Tell us about that. It, It really wasn't about... See... In 1969, um, Ronald Reagan was the governor of the State of California. Right. We had at that time um, team posts, and uh, what the team posts was were were, were team centers, and that's where African Americans would uh, all come together. Mm-hmm. They had talent shows, they had picnics, they had sporting events. You know, it was the camaraderie, and it was a competition. Well, in 1969, he shut down all of the team posts. Wow. So then that didn't give African Americans no place positive to go. Right. So they started hanging out. And a fellow by the name of Raymond Washington, who was the founder of the Crips, okay, Uh started to Crips. Him and uh, um, Stanley Tookie Williams, who was executed Mm -hmm. in uh, 2005. Uh,
1: Yeah, I remember Um, Mm
6: that, Yeah, they started, uh, you know, then they combined in 1971,
1: 72, to become
6: Crip Nation. Right. And that was the the blue car. In 1971, uh, Sylvester Putin out of Compton uh, started the pyro. That's the blood set. Um, And it was about the colors. Okay. If you were red and you was in a crip neighborhood, that was instant death. Right. If you were blue and you was in a blood neighborhood, instant death. And, it was a self hatred that was going on, but it was it 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 the Bloods and Crips didn't come together to shoot Latinos and and, and Asians and Caucasians. They came together to kill each other.
1: So that's a very interesting thing to hear. Um, also, so let's talk about that. Let's let's at the same time the. Uh, uh, the so-called public servants are our, our police officers who uh, are charged to protect our children and our uh, the uh, women and children in our communities. They became also part of the aggressors. Tell us about that. Tell us about the relationship between the community and uh, the police department in that time.
6: Well, it went way back with William Parker. You know, William Parker was one of the most racist uh, uh, police chiefs uh, of his era. He was an alcoholic and a drunk, but he was also a lawyer. Interesting. And then he had the gangster squad where they did away with Mickey Cohen and that whole that whole thing. But this was in the f- this is, Parker was in the fifties, right? Yeah, the 50s, But he died nineteen sixty six. Right. And. Um, they not He wasn't in the uh in the business of promoting no no African Americans to no high position. Mm-hmm. That was really the institutional racism at that time that was going on. Right. So uh, a black person wasn't fit to be no assistant chief, no deputy chief, no commander, uh, no captain. So you let's, know. let's talk about that. You
1: you use a term. Um, institutionalized racism and uh, I was at your gang out, um, your gang task force meeting yesterday um, listening to Captain T talk and uh, he mentioned and he was asked dead on by a community member there uh, I seem to recall I, be, I believe he was an African-American man who said to him who asked him point blank talk to us about this you know and and I found it very interesting that there was a member of the community talking to a, a white police captain from LEPD, and he asked him dead on, you know, is there racism going on? And Captain T, I, I forget how to pronounce his name. How do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Tangerides. Yeah, Captain Tangerides mentioned the word institutionalized racism. Can you, can you explain what that is?
6: Okay, what institutional racism is is it's a mindset and a policy. Okay. In other words, if you remember back in the in the in the in the, in the Jim Crow era, right, where uh, the the white only uh, fountains, colored only, where uh, black people couldn't go into uh, integrated. Uh, like, say, Denny's. Right. And sit down and have a meal. So Remember, it was that, so that, what, that segregated type of situation. So, what
1: you're talking well, about is that it was policy in the LAPD to discriminate. Yeah. It was policy. To,
6: to, 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 that, that was, in other words, because it wasn't that many black people that was police officers. Right. So, uh And the majority of the, your police officers, the overwhelming majority of your police officers were 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 white. Right. And they was not having no blacks cause you know the uh, uh Jim Mandarin and all that other stuff right like there. not no black people living in their
2: neighborhood. Right. So
6: they, they didn't have to that. really <laughs> deal with us like that. You
5: know.
1: So um so, so now and, and uh, Captain Tindridi's mentions that there's a difference between institutional racism as a policy as a racism or just some bad apples who happen to be <laughs> either racist or just, he even said the word, some guys are not even racist, they're just jerks. And it's my, job to, and it's my job to find those people that are jerks or racist.
2: Now, mm-hmm.
1: um, in the story that we shot yesterday, and thank you so much for the time that you spent with us, and thank you for introducing us to your neighborhood and, 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 and accepting us. In the story that we shot yesterday, um, I was very uh, um, impressed by the relationship a parent relationship that you guys have with the LAPD. You talk now, yes. right now we're talking about an era, an era past where where it was policy to be racism, racist against minorities. But now you call the LAPD your family. Tell us about that. They
6: are well. If what we had to do after Rodney King. Mm -hmm. it was always us against them Mm -hmm. and they didn't never really, law enforcement didn't never look at us as equal partners they they used to look at us because we were in certain communities as thugs gangbangers gangsters all of the negative stuff associated with dehumanizing uh, 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 a race and a class of people.
1: I'm going to stop you here. So, I, want,
6: I want you to paint
1: a picture, before you continue, please, of what it was like to be a black man in those neighborhoods around the LAPD. What, what was it like, or a black young, was, man, or young man? or a
6: young It was one of the most uh, horrifying experiences that you'd ever want to uh, go through uh, in your life. Because you could just be walking down the street in the Los Angeles Police Department for no reason. You ain't bothering nobody. You ain't doing nothing. They would, man. They would jump out their cars, pull guns on you, slam you up against a car, uh, and just humiliate you. Uh, um, Search you down, go in your pockets, uh, and say you walking with your girlfriend. They would just humiliate you. And just strip you of all your manhood in front of your
5: mm-hmm. your uh,
6: your your girlfriend, and uh, and just embarrass you, and then jump in their cars and just drive off. Or they would do dirty stuff like uh, walk around, drive around in the neighborhood with crip and blood rags on their cars, and then pick you up and take you into a uh, say your crip. They would take you into a blood neighborhood. And then get on a loudspeaker and say, "Hey, um, there's an E-Ricket," and you know, E-Ricket stands for like a crip.
1: Gotcha.
6: Or, or, or there's a slob. Those are derogatory terms that mean blood.
4: Yeah.
6: Wow. In your neighborhood. Wow. So they'd put you in the neighborhood to get you killed. Wow. And then they would always play little other little funny games, man. You know ride around in the community with blue and red rags right. tied around their head and stuff like that there, just just you know, just pumping up uh, the the violence and and just just where you just really didn't want to be bothered with them
1: so, so 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 something happened and this and what happened Rodney King is that when 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 things changed started, you
6: know, what happened? what, what Rodney what, King. What, what what really started to happen was after Rodney King, they put in what was called a dissent decree. Right. Okay, so they put some things in place uh, so uh, to monitor police behavior. Mm-hmm. But the best thing that happened was they hired a fella out of Boston, New York, named uh, William Bratton, Bill Br- Bratton.
1: Yeah, Bill Bratton.
6: And what Bill Bratton did... When he came in, Bill Branton made a commitment that he was going to make the Los Angeles Police Department uh, the face of LA.
1: Interesting. And if you
6: notice, in LA, it's Latinos, Asians, African Americans, right. females. So that that old boy network, he he's he's busting that up. Wow. Okay, he busting up there. So, what he did, he started putting wow. promoting.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Okay, he promoting. Oh, right so on. the first person he promoted was a, a Latino fellow by the name of uh, George Gascon. Mm-hmm. He was a good man. He's the district attorney down in uh, San Francisco. Right, but but he wound up going to Mesa, Arizona, being the police chief, and from there. He went to San Francisco. He was a police chief in San Francisco, and Cam- Kamala Harris, who's the attorney general, right. was the DA of 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 San Francisco. And when she won, that Gavin Newsom, right. who was the mayor, who's now the uh, lieutenant governor, appointed um, my friend George Gascon, so, who's, doc- who, who's a Latino, during right. the district attorney.
1: So, Doctor Perry. Um- so what happened? Okay, so Will Blatt, Bratton starts implementing some uh, some good policies. It sounds like and but, he start promoting. So and he promoting promoting, promoting within from within the minorities from, from the body from from within right. the minority <laughs> ranks. But but uh, yes. of course, decades and decades of mistrust and and I'll say it hatred for the police. What That's you, true. It, it couldn't have been an overnight thing. What what made you guys? Oh, no. What made you as a community? Uh, you know what was the impetus for the community to finally
6: say, you know, what, we we we, two, tr- we trust in, these guys. Go ahead. In two thousand in two thousand and five, December the twenty fourth. But what happened even before that? In uh, let's say two thousand and five. Let's take it as far as like January of uh, two thousand and five. We had a series of uh, suicides we had like 10 suicides where young, young, oh. young African-Americans and Latino was just, were killing themselves. Wow. And so, uh, we needed to really come together and try to do something about this. And then, uh, December 24th, 2005, uh, a gentleman, uh, from the, from, the Jungle, which is uh, Baldwin Village, was killed
1: uh-huh.
6: in the Nickerson Garden. Right. And that shooting started a array of shootings. It, it, it culminated between the Nickerson Gardens and the Jordan Downs. There was 17 people shot. And seven people got killed from December 24th, 2005, until January 15th, Dr. King's birthday, 2006.
1: So you started this gang. You became part of this gang task
6: force? Uh, task force.
1: And so now, we oh,
6: were sick and tired because, you know, our kids didn't have uh, a Christmas. They couldn't go outside. Right. Uh, not nobody staying out. The kids couldn't play. You know, it, it was really, really, really uh, uh, one of the most scariest times um, that I had witnessed in a long, long time.
1: So, uh, so who, who is part of this gang task force? I saw many different people from the community. What kind of agencies are represented in this gang task force?
6: Oh, uh, When we got it together, uh, the Congress, the councilwoman was uh, the honorable. She's a congress. She's a congresswoman now, but she was our councilwoman, Janice Hahn. Janice Hahn, right? And she was in the parking lot, uh, uh, right across the street from where you guys uh, filmed us in, in the Chase Bank. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, right across the street is the uh, Martin Luther King Plaza. Right. Well, she was over there at a dog. Uh, 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 Neutered show, and, I, and, my, my,
1: and so you guys yeah. approached her and talked to her about we'll this. Told her
6: was... about, hey man, what are you gonna do about all of these uh, shootings that's going on uh, in the yeah. neighborhood? I say because look, man, people are scared, uh, and it's random, and 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 people are getting killed. innocent people are getting killed. You are a council person. You are elected official. What are you going to do about it?
1: Interesting because and, this is she is now a congresswoman, but then council member Janice Hahn, uh, yes, uh, to, uh, you know gets uh, helps get the you know becomes part of this. They put her in a headlock, eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
6: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so and um, so what
6: this... she did, she put us in touch with her field deputy, a uh, lovely sister named Myra Cotton.
1: So, But what we're talking about is agencies like the Department of Housing and Urban Development. We're talking about the Sheriff's Department. We're talking about uh, the Los Angeles Police Department and various other agencies and community members. And Mm -hmm. uh, the numbers are staggering because uh, homicides in 2012 dropped 38%. Violent crimes were down 27% and gang Mm -hmm. crimes down 23%. And in mm-hmm. one year alone, one neighborhood went down to 75%, and That's all correct. having to do with the the community getting together. Now, there's one, hey, they, what do you guys do when you get together? What does he mean by that? Do you guys have a potluck?
6: <laughs> yeah. This is what we, what, what, we do, what we did with law enforcement. We started, we had to <laughs> build donuts. trust with, with, within one another. That was the hardest part was building that trust. Right. And let them see us as an equal partner, right? But it if submittion had to t- had to uh, take place, uh huh. So we, Janice set up uh, the it, Game task force, <laughs> the meetings, uh-huh. for, uh the spot where we could meet, right? And Janice was like the the uh, the the driving force and uh-huh. getting. Large, on because by her being the councilwoman, she can demand that the law enforcement, uh the elected officials right. attend the meetings on Monday. Right, that was a plus. Monday meetings because what? So you guys, huh, are you, are the are Monday you, meetings. Yeah, so. So she, she
1: erased the meetings and you guys brought the donuts. <laughs> yeah, we brought the donuts. So we got to, we're running out of time. I want to get it. I want to touch a little bit as to what happened recently with Christopher Dorner and his manifesto and the way that the, your, your community actually rallied behind an LAPD captain from the Southeast division, uh, Captain Tingaridis and, 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 and offered to protect him and his family from Christopher That's correct. Dorner. Tell us about
6: that. Well, because okay, Christopher Donna, whether he was done wrong, and I'm not going to say that the man wasn't did wrong, whatever process that transpired, but the things that he did wasn't right. Right. When he killed those innocent that 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 lawyer's daughter, right, and her boyfriend, then he went over over bus. So any any support. From the community was out the window because hey man, you murdered some innocent people. That's the stuff that we're against, right? You know, uh, drive by shootings and
1: Mm
6: -hmm. and and just killing somebody, uh, uh, you know, killing innocent people, right? So, with that, when 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 we found out that Captain T and his family uh, was on Donna's hit list. We said, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 man. -uh. Whatever we need to do to support and and rally behind the captain, we all came together and said, this is what we're going to do. And we called him on the cell phone, him and his family. We had special prayers, uh, uh, sections, in the Watts gang cast for us, and we assured him that with, through his absence and the protection on his family, that we was not going to go back, backwards and we wasn't going to let that little incident right there destroy uh, years of us coming together to create this, uh, this family atmosphere, to create this partnership, uh, to create this friendship, to be go up and smoke because Christopher Donner was on one, yeah. and so we <laughs> well, worked together <laughs> and and uh, we made sure that the kids were going to school. We made sure that the communities were safe. We made sure that there wasn't nobody coming in and out of the communities. Uh, um, uh, they didn't, they didn't doing drive-bys and all this other stuff right here because of what we did. We had made a pack. Imperial Courts, Nickerson, Jordan Downs, and hacienda we made a pack, and all the surrounding areas of Watts and all of them lovely people that you've seen in the Watts Gang Task Force, we mm-hmm. just, we played on it. We stuck together. We told law enforcement, we got your back 100%. That's fantastic. And we just went back out into the communities, and we talked to all the youngsters in the community. We talked to the families in the communities. We just talked to everybody, the business people and everything, and told them to continue business as usual, you know, and we just let uh, our action speak louder than words. And we assured the captain that when he, whenever he came back, he was going to be proud. Of what he left well
1: I'll tell you what I was uh, uh it was a it's amazing to hear that that uh the uh, that the protector became the protected by his community and it's a fantastic story that needs to be told because too mm-hmm. many too many too often we hear about the bad apples but uh the fact that your community has uh, bonded together and that uh the Watts which is a very infamous in and in, in, in the uh in the archives of news and of America for being of the violent city that it's storied to be. It is now an example of what good community organization and a relationship between <laughs> the police and the community can do, and we applaud you. Uh, I I I'm Thank you for letting us be part of this. Thank you for being on our show, uh, Dr. Perry. Um, yes, we, sir. We, we wish you more, and I'm going to tell you this. You ain't heard the last from me, boss. <laughs>
6: And thank you, and you know, and it was good you came in the community, and you got a chance to witness yourself with African Americans and Latinos just having fun, and uh, you know, just with with love. But that never could have happened without the leadership of of Captain Phil Tangeridis. And one good thing that I want everybody to know about that man is he's a Christian,
4: mm-hmm. okay.
6: and and the thing that he say what he mean, and he means what he say and he he ain't talking see, he ain't talking with a with with a forked tongue. Right. If he tell us, hey man, stay out the way, we got this, he got it. He got it. And so that's what made it an easy thing to rally behind him because everything we asked that man for man, he broke he broke it, he was he would get up out of his bed at two in the morning and come in the neighborhood man and and help us uh resolve conflict
1: well dr perry thank you so much for being on our show we appreciate it very much uh thank you for doing this on such short notice um i look forward to doing some other work with you in the future you're going to hear from me doctor yes sir okay man have a good night dr perry you too sir okay bye-bye right on hey eh? uh, i guess uh um uh, watts has really uh, done a turnaround uh, major turn f- uh, from the you know the bad rap or actually the the bad reputation yeah uh, uh, even Chris Dorner was scared to go over there yeah and I just want to remind our <laughs> listeners to go to our Facebook wall I've posted a link to the story there's a, a link to NBCla.com uh, where you can read on the uh, an article on the story and also click play on the News package that I shot and edited. It's a fantastic story. Check it out. Right now we're gonna do a mu- mu- We're doing our show a little backward today. Yeah. Well, w- we're gonna do a music break. But when we come back, we're gonna have the with, with the Jackie news C- in the DL with yeah, Jackie Casas. Jackie Casas. What do we got for break? Uh, well, our music break. Well, we'll just uh let uh uh Asdrew Sierra of Also Motley introduce the uh, music break. Here.
2: Came home from school. My 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 wife told me that he had his heart broken. Ah. And and it just inspired this whole thing, just talking about, you know, imagine back when you were little and your first crush, and there's a reason why they call it a crush, you know, it's because it's just, it really crushes your heart, you know, it's like your first real experience towards loving somebody other than your, your mom and your dad, you know, so it, it just, um, it brought this certain magic, um, melancholy behind it, and uh, it really inspired this song with him. I, it's just. Mm-hmm. It's such a huge thing when you have a child and the first time they experience sand and they dig their toes into the sand and oh what that must feel for the first time, you know. And then there's something like love, you know, or a crush that they may feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, experiencing all these things over again through my kids is is just, there's no comparison to it. It's indescribable. Wow. You know. So that's what that song's
1: about. And what's it, what's it called?
2: Uh, love Comes Down.
4: Yeah
1: Welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I was talking in the background. <laughs> I'm, I'm <sorry>. Angel. <laughs> Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Um, we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage. That's our do, Uncle Luis's garage. Theo Luis. Theo Luis. But for those Uncle, of you Uncle who Louie. don't know, what Theo Luis? Uncle Louis. Uncle Louis. In his garage. That's where we broadcast out of on uh, TwinTalkCast.com, and if you're listening to us on. Uh, the, the largest internet radio network in the world, live365.com. You're listening to us on Twin Talk Cast Radio. Anyway, so. I love the sound of that, bro. That's a great Having setup. our own radio stations, dope, eh? <laughs> I dig it. Twin Talk Cast Radio. Twin Talk Cast Radio. Anyway, so as we promised, and we do it every week, and we do it a little bit backward today because that's just how we ended up doing it uh, straight out of Telemundo and NBC. Hold on, hold on. Uh-oh, I got up so we're doing it twack words. <laughs> that sounds nasty, dude. <laughs> hey, that's the twin way you say it, twackwards. twack words. <laughs> I don't
0: even want to know what a twack is. <laughs> I dig it, eh? Twack. It's twack, eh? <laughs>
1: Anyways, now it's time when you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loin and says, ay, (laughs) vamonos. Every time I say that, Jackie makes a face.
3: (laughs) It's just funny. You say groins or loins. 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 Grabs grabs you from the loins and says,
1: Jackie's making a face. (laughs) And now it's time (laughs) with... with She's all what face? Straight out of Telemundo (laughs) and NBC, multimedia journalist, friend of ours. Lovely, lovely, lovely and talented. And making a face. And smart. Wears the pink headphones. Loves boobs as much as I do. And her eye twinkled on TV. Did you see that? Did you see it? it? Looks great on TV.
3: My eyes twinkled.
1: On TV. They yeah, totally you, twinkled. You can Aww. hear the ding ding. <laughs> it kind of did a half moon, like a half turn too. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for news and dirty laundry with Landry. Laundry with Jackie <laughs> Casa. Okay, so we did it a little backward today, and I'm sorry about the little mix-up. But here we are. The best for last.
3: That's okay. Oh, I like that. The best for last.
1: <laughs> How was your week, Jackie?
3: It was good. I had a good week. Did you
1: watch? Uh, did you watch? Uh, you uh, were. You, this was your first week back. Sorry, this was your first week back out of uh, from your vacation in Hawaii.
3: No, it was my uh, week and a half. Sec- back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, it feels like it's been a month already. I need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back to Hawaii or some sort of vacation trip ASAP.
1: Uh, uh oh, you know t- what? Tijuana. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that our boy, uh, Jeff Johnson, was posting from Hawaii. Yeah. Right about the same time you were
0: posting from no, Hawaii. I, is there something we need uh, to know no. here? No,
3: no, 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 uh, please. Let
0: me just say. That as my plane was leaving, hers was coming in. Yes. <laughs>
3: we literally, like, waved at each other on the plane. <laughs> hey,
0: Jeff Johnson. When I got to Hawaii, I told. No, the, they, did a, uh, they did a high five as they went. <laughs> when, when I got to Hawaii, I told all the officials in Honolulu, I said, don't let this chick come to the island while I'm here. As soon as I leave, she can come. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, well, they were very happy to see me. I wonder <laughs> what kind of shit you did. Oh, they were happier
1: to see me. <laughs> oh, that's a family here. That's a family. <laughs> I want to remind everybody that you, throughout the show, we welcome your phone calls at 626 275 That's 626 8946 also, you can post your comments or messages or criticisms or accolades on our Facebook wall at Twin Talk Show. Or oh, your pictures you took of Jackie or Jeff Johnson or both in Hawaii. If you got <laughs> pictures of them, send them to us. <laughs> anyway, so uh, go ahead, Jackie. What's going on with the Dirt News and dirty Laundry?
3: All right, guys, last Sunday was Hollywood's biggest night of the year where the 85th Annual Academy Awards took place. The best of the best are honored with the prestigious Oscars Award, of course. Airing live from the Dolby Theater in Hollywood, this year's ceremony was hosted by Seth MacFarlane, who's the creator of The I? Family Guy. Oh, okay,
1: sorry, interrupted. You said the creator of The Family Guy, right? Yes. You know, I didn't know who he was, like Seth MacFarlane. Oh, Seth MacFarlane, because you don't know what he looks like, but I, you always see it at the end of, of those cartoons that he does. Well, for one, I'd never watched that show, and two, I'd, so therefore I never knew who the hell this Seth Tom MacFarlane well, was. Well, let me God. tell you what I really dig about the Oscars is the Oscar parties, but not the ones that you shoot with all the plush people and shit. And Pl- plush people? It's the ones that your friends, like, you know, the ones at the trailer park. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they, they roll out the red carpet, and they have a French cuisine, and they, love the, and they <laughs> cuisine? have their big screen. <laughs> <laughs> cuisine
3: <laughs> What what is french cuisine at a at a mobile home uh, I
1: don't know, but like chips it, it, French toast <laughs> <laughs> French French toast and French fries. <laughs> <laughs> it's French. But the, the, the people really, uh, sorry, Jackie. The people really get into watching it, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Jackie. Sorry. They do.
3: <laughs> of course, the biggest award of the night went to Argo for Best Picture, which was directed by Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. Best Actor went to Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln and Jennifer Lawrence for Best Actress in Silver Linings Playbook. Talking about Jennifer Lawrence, she uh, did. You guys happen to see her fall as she was going up to the mm-hmm. stairs? To I receive did. Her award? I did. Poor little girl. OK, first of all,
1: she was tipsy. <laughs> uh,
3: well, she that was
1: a young lady that was wearing <laughs> a white dress, right? It Beautiful was, dress, by the way. It Beu- was like um, and it took for it took her to fall because I saw her in person standing right in front of us when we interviewed her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it took her to fall down for me to realize, wow, that's a bitch in dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. As you were saying, Jackie. Yeah,
3: she uh, she she had a very graceful fall. Uh, <laughs> luckily, maybe because of the big ass dress, that kind of let her. Let me have tell a buffer you. zone. No, <laughs> the
1: the word is out on. I I think the Huffington Post or the Twin Talk Post, that she had a double. Oh, she really? had a stunt double for that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, she's (laughs) kind
3: of become sort of the sweetheart of Hollywood after the awards night because of her little fall, which she did so gracefully, but then even more so was afterwards backstage. Uh, The reporters had a really fun time with her because they were asking her, so what did you do to prep for today? How was your day? She said, well, I started with a shower. (laughs) and A little
0: cereal. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) So she was very, very... um, fun and she was also talking about i guess she got a little
1: so she didn't do anything kind of like uh uh, what is it uh, when people do superstitious or methodical no she just went about her day
3: she's super regular chick and and she apologized for her words maybe uh stumbling upon each other because she had just (laughs) taken a shot so she Uh was very she was very honest (laughs) everyone's really really into her and then there was also this really funny moment on um on the backstage uh, with, um, what's his name, George Stephanopoulos? Yes. Uh, from ABC, was interviewing her and right in the middle of her interview, Jack Nicholson comes up behind her and says, hey, I love your work. Congratulations. You're wow. really? awesome. Wow. And she's like, kind of like freaking out.
1: That was a pickup line, dude. Everyone knows Jack. Jack well, what did home. he say? Do you? Cur- well, then he said, I want to see you curtsy. <laughs>
3: he said, you look like one of my ex-girlfriends.
1: <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> and see,
3: then see, wait, 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 totally this is way better. Totally she she comes back. How about a new girlfriend? Oh! Oh. Oh, Snap, Jennifer Lawrence. He's Uh, a little bit...
1: Too old. He's a
3: little bit too old, Jennifer Lawrence, but I like your sassy pants attitude. Um, So she's kind of become very, very popular, very relatable, and she has these... um, freak out moments which everyone kind of understands if you're hanging around with all these people at the oscars a couple of freak
1: out m- moments <laughs>
3: <laughs> a couple of other winners and Hathaway won for best supporting actress for Les Misérables Unfortunately, beautiful. she she did not fare so well on the red carpet with her Valentino dress. Uh, there was a lot, a lot of criticism. criticism. A lot of criticism, which Anne Hathaway is known for her very nice style on the red carpet. Th- but you know what? She's you know beautiful. what?
1: I didn't I didn't pay attention to what she wore. Uh, but you know what? Th- is it just me, or the one lady and the guy that won for that cartoon Brave?
3: Uh
1: huh. was it that like big lady wearing that dress? The same dress. That the she same was dress from Brave. I don't know. <laughs> the girl from Brave. You know the cartoon yeah. With, yeah. with the girl with the red, the red, red hair, hair yeah. curls, and she's got this blue, blue dress. Right. The the lady who accepted the award, it was her. and uh, forgot their names. They're obviously creators or animators or something. She must have been. Uh, she's a large woman, and she she had the same color hair and the dress. Wow. Well, maybe she did. Was she animated? What does that have to do with Anne way I, I thought way. it was kind of. Kooky. But was that do Anne Hathaway? I she mean tried, like if you you got an award for animating um Charlie Brown would you go up there dressed like Charlie Brown? No, good point. Good point. Oh. Okay, whatever. Well,
3: and and Hathaway unfortunately um one of the criticisms was that it looked like you can see her nipples through her dress. So what's
1: wrong oh. with that? i did not So
3: um, not like you guys would have anything to complain about it. But this is an international show. Kind of embarrassing to have the nip slip without even having anything come down. A
1: nip. This it's just
3: it wasn't even. I don't know what you Wait, call it. Because she when would you
1: be embarrassed not. if Why, your nipple she... popped out by accident well, this is on the a thing. sexy dress.
3: This is the thing. It didn't pop out. It like popped through.
1: <laughs> oh really? What is I'm, what is I mean, that called? To, was it cold, was it? was it cold in there? And it, NHL. It's it was cold. It was cold. Yeah.
3: What I'm, do they call that when it pops through? That's a good nip, one. A nip pop.
1: Nip. Pop. Uh, nip peak burst. Ooh, ah. I like those. A nip <laughs> peak. <laughs> I like it. it.
3: <laughs> yeah. So she was uh, <laughs> criticized for her um, poor selection of dress. Although in her defense, she had a dress set up. And one of her co-stars, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Uh
4: huh.
1: Amanda Seyfried.
3: Her face uh, <laughs> had a dress similar to hers, so she had to scramble literally the day before no. to find a different dress. Seriously, guys, may not be a big deal for you. But it's a huge deal for us. Uh,
1: no, nah, who wants to be dressed I like the guy next to you, anyways? The yeah. same thing.
3: Well, you guys, you guys kind of blend. If it's like dark navy blue and dark gray, I mean, seriously. No, no it's because they start to see how
1: well I, it looks sorry, in the shapes, I right? Oh, you know. I don't care if all the guys are wearing tuxes. If I wear a tux, I stand out, man. My rocks. Yeah, I some guys. I
3: think guys, you know, can look sexy, but it's a little different for us chicks.
1: See, Jackie just indirectly called me sexy. <laughs> she hasn't called you sexy, Jeff. She did. Uh, It'll you, never happen. It will <laughs> never happen. <laughs> Jeff, you, you, you hey, like uh, Jeff, do you like wearing tux? You ever wear a tux? Do you like wearing?
0: Yeah, I do. It's
3: isn't it make you like? I've never seen you wear a tux.
0: Because I haven't been to an event out here to wear one. Hmm. But hey, I do uh, like wearing them.
3: I've seen your prom photo.
0: Yeah. Wow, do you have I a, did. Oh, did? Oh yeah. Did you have a tux? Was that a blue ruffle? Uh, no, it was actually. I was gonna say <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was all white. It was all white. Oh, was wow. all white.
1: Hey, uh, wow. Um, but you, d- you do think that Jeff has a sexy voice, right? I mean, that oh,
3: I love Jeff's voice. You know,
0: the entire world would probably agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> right on. OK, as there much
3: as much as I would uh, love to talk smack <laughs> to Jeff any day, I can't talk smack about his voice. His, right voice, his voice is velvety love.
0: It is. Oh,
1: oh. I know you guys are like that. One. <laughs> <laughs> velvety uh-huh. love. Hey, baby. Oh. Oh. So, so, so a voice does it for you, huh? <laughs> I like this one.
3: Nice. <laughs> I like that one. Like I, uh, I said earlier in in our radio cast. Did you um, go on to the other side? unexpectedly meaning <laughs> like you you die. and did it get a chance to say goodbye to your loved ones
1: and let me say if you're listening to us right now we're pretty badass man we're going into the afterlife we we're, are. we're broadcasting into the afterlife okay go ahead
3: well, don't worry, technology has your back on that. A new crop of social media will make sending pre written emails a cinch. And they'll post f- to Facebook or Twitter on it once a person passes.
1: Oh dude, you could totally be a social media zombie. Eh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> one <digging> company <laughs> <laughs> one company is even trying to uh, with a service that tweets just like a specific person after they are gone.
4: Oh,
1: that'll freak people out, dude. Right.
3: Isn't that creepy? Wow. Uh, (laughs) Dead Social. Dead Social, which is one of the companies, covers all of the uh, post-death options, scheduling Facebook posts, tweets, and even LinkedIn posts to go out after someone has died. Like, Why would you want to do that? I think
1: that's a brilliant idea. Why? You could have your your stuff set up like... uh, You know, like, if you die, you don't want no one to know. Like, you kind of want to do it all on your own. You know, like,
0: sometimes you just want to be by yourself. Or if you want to continue how you do normal social media and say... I won't be having breakfast today because I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, everybody on social media, they, you know, tweet about what they're eating for breakfast. (laughs) This is my Starbucks cup with my name. Yeah, yeah. Well, the free service.
3: stupid, you're right. (laughs) The free service will publish the text, video, or audio messages directly from that person's social media account. Or it can send a series of scheduled messages, such like as an anniversary or a loved one's birthday. That's
1: what I was thinking. You know, like you could. Instead of a bad it's creepy, though, that's still creepy. It's just weird. It's weird. Look, instead of a bathroom pic, it'll be a coffin pic. Well,
3: (laughs) for those interested in sending a more personal message, confession of love, an apology or a straight up. I told you so. Um, you can go to. You can go to. If I die, this company will post a pu- a public Facebook message when you die, and the message goes up when at least three or more people have appointed, which you have appointed as trustees, and tell the service you've died. Uh, but it can also send out private messages to specific people over Facebook or via email at a scheduled designated time.
1: Dude, that's a great way to nag <laughs> when you're mad at somebody. What would you put what would be your post? What would you post?
3: Gosh. That's terrible. See,
1: I would like, I should have thought so, of this. Uh, Peace out,
3: bitches. <laughs> I don't know. Well, a more This place sucks,
1: please. <laughs> I'm out.
3: <laughs> it... I
1: I left the uh the gas on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this uh, more there's a more extreme version of this type of control with lives on, which their catchy tagline, FYI.
1: Take take out the trash.
3: <laughs> their tagline is, "When your heart stops beating, you'll keep tweeting."
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god!
3: And they're still in the development stages, but basically they'll create Twitter accounts that post in the voice of the specified person. This that sounds after they die. that
1: really your, it literally sounds this tweet is to die for. <laughs> it really sounds like they didn't have that relief really thought out well. They just came out with the slogan. It's like, you know, it's one of those ideas that came up with the slogan before the actual idea. I love the slogan. If you keep, what is it again? Tweet while you're...
0: What's the slogan? Tweet, tweet the... while you
3: the sweet. The, the, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: the t- when your heart stops beating, we keep tweeting or whatever. Yes. <laughs> when
3: your heart stops beating, you'll keep tweeting. Oh, you'll OK,
1: keep so that's they come up with that and they go, let's build a company around that and we'll figure it out later. It's just a good slogan.
3: Well, the, the theory behind these companies is that, you know, how people leave a memory box of photos <laughs> of, of love letters. Right. This is kind of sort of their new modern take on it. The technology aspect of it is to leave audio messages, texts and video messages that can kind of remind you of that person so
1: like if you were cheating and you just wanted to come clean oh shit <laughs> tweet the pictures you know oh, <laughs> that would, suck. That would so or, suck or even or even better if you weren't cheating but the person you were with was cheating
3: oh, oh my god i have a story about even that better okay so this dude in my high school <laughs> he um you know rest in peace homeboy oh he's he, dead he croaked yeah he died And uh, so there was a funeral, there was a huge high school reunion because he was very, very, very popular in high school. Uh Damn. Okay, so his baby mama showed up, Uh his girlfriend that everyone knew, his Sancha showed up. Oh, three. And some chick, I guess, that he was hooking up with on the side. Which like was, like they like they all was actually. Showed up. Which was all actually of them showed up at the funeral, and it was like drama. Was there all drama? What drama about the gay guy? Was the a gay <laughs>
2: <laughs> the gay lover there, too? There
3: was <laughs> no gay lover. <laughs> oh, my but God. But it was like drama at the funeral, because they're like, what, bitch? What do you mean? You're what's-his-face's girlfriend. I'm his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Like, no. Yep. Oh,
1: Dick and they, there was actually a drama. That's there was cool. drama at a funeral. I wish Why did you invite me, huh? He was i would years. have went i have some i have a suit <laughs> i got some suit i, I know how to act and throw so it. Don't, it was
3: a very obviously very unexpected death like i said bless your heart it and. didn't bother but, him. <laughs> um, <whoopsies>. <laughs> <laughs> so don't fuck around guys because we'll find out even when you're dead hey, Bi- I, I, hey billy
1: goodnight says with all the social media we are involved with like facebook twitter instagram and texting we are already
0: social media
1: zombies. That's a good point. Dude. You
0: imagine if that service, like, linked into your Instagram, too. You know how people post Instagram photos and say, I'm sitting at the coffee shop, or I'm at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So> mean, <laughs> <fucked. laughs> huh? yeah, no, but then it's like. I'm six feet under. <laughs> wish I
1: could finish this text. But it's those stupid <laughs> posts that get me, like, oh, just. I hate those stupid posts that come up. Uh, Oh, it's such a beautiful day and I want to wish all my Facebook friends love. And, this and that. <laughs> hey, dude, you have five hundred thousand Facebook friends. You don't love every one of hey, them. you are full of baloney. One dude. of my tweets when I'm dead or my my Facebook post from when I'm dead is going to have. This uh, place is hot. It's a location <laughs> tag from hell. <laughs> I'm gonna you be know. location tagging from hell. Check it? in on Foursquare <laughs> in For hell.
3: Sure. Hanging with the worms. <laughs> 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 Jeff Johnson
1: just reached uh, the highest uh, uh, hierarchy in hell. <laughs> <laughs> or the whatever. The mayor. The mayor. There you go. I don't know how that game works. I don't get that game. Sounds boring to me. Sounds too boring. Okay, so what what do you got going on here, dude? I'm All gonna right. think of a lot of great ideas after the show. <laughs> I know. We'll think about it afterwards.
3: Yeah. Well, there you go. There's I, some ideas to help you out. But
1: think about it. What would be a tweet, a legitimate like tweet that you would that would really describe you?
3: It was nice. I don't know. It was nice, people. It it was real.
1: Okay. It was. <laughs> it was real. I like that one. I like that one a lot. I like that one a A lot. She's going to post the real pictures of the real Jackie Casas because it's the ones that you see on Facebook. That's just her (laughs) stand-in.
3: Yeah, that's just my (laughs) stand-in. All right, guys, moving on. All right, what do we got going on? Amanda, the internet Casanova uh, for Breaking Hearts Online, is now facing charges for not just stealing women's hearts, but also their money. Authorities allege that Ray Hollycross, who also went by the names Ray Cross and Ray Thompson, scabbed and robbed more than 38 women in at least seven states.
1: Wow. How did she scan him?
3: Well, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's going to be arraigned in court on a, one charge of, uh, of theft. But apparently, police say that he's spent years logging onto dating websites to meet women before moving in with them and stealing from them. So this particular, uh, the one that he's being charged with for theft is in Indiana, but he's had uh, he's been <laughs> he has an identity theft charge in Oregon, and he has other charges against him in multiple other states. Wow. So he,
1: he <laughs> hey, so when he dies, <laughs> why would you want to f- having one girlfriend enough is a, is a pain in the ass. It's a big headache.
5: Yeah. When he
1: dies, he's gonna he's gonna send everybody oh, pictures of the things he stole. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Remember this? It was me. <laughs>
3: oh. oh.
1: That's terrible.
3: <laughs> so he meets these women online on these dating websites, and then he just kind of. Sort of provides what they need in life, and then he uh. latches latches on, and he <laughs> moves in, and he steals her shit.
1: <laughs> so uh, provides what they need in life. With <laughs> one
3: with with one particular woman, he stole her laptop, her iPhone, and withdrew about a thousand dollars from her bank account, and then took off. Wow! These women bless their souls. Oh my god! They're all like, he made me feel like he was going to take care of me, and left me with nothing. <laughs> he was so charming I and convincing. <laughs>
1: I made him breakfast. <laughs> oh yeah, God. this other
3: one was like, she was. he was so charming and convincing. I feel foolish. Dude, how could he withdraw $1,000 from your bank account?
1: Was his name Sandro? What is it with girls? <laughs> they do that. They, they they get in this like Cinderella uh, delusion where they think that the, the, it's like the knight in shining armor. And they can get away with anything those dudes doing stupid things. and And they go along with it. Have you have, you, the the, have you done that, Jackie? I'm sure you've done that. Every I'm sure I
3: done I've it. done that. I've I've never had a thousand dollars jacked from me. That's what's, for what's sure. What's what's
1: the stupidest thing you've allowed a man do?
0: This should be interesting.
3: <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I what mean, did a
1: guy get away with with you? That you think <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and, and had you feeling <laughs> foolish. That had you feeling uh, foolish, uh, and you uh, think <laughs> all this time, and I let him do, get away
3: probably with probably pretty it. bad stuff. I mean. Not anything like a thousand bucks or stole stuff from me. What uh-huh.
1: grilling you? <laughs> I'm trying
3: to think like of a specific thing, but stealing from me. No, no, That how you have access to your bank account. No, how does you have access to your but stuff. Then there's
1: those guys that are like the girls are paying their cell phone bill. The girls are oh, paying food now. for them and the girls are do- <laughs> before you know it, you're paid all this. You spend all this money and you're like, oh, my God, the past year I've paid all this goddamn bills. That happens a lot with women. Yeah. They think it's one here and one there, but then they count their money. And they're like, why am I broke? I just want a
3: girl to yeah. buy me one
0: meal. I, 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 <laughs> did, I did
3: have an ex-boyfriend that I always paid for food, like always. And why? it was So annoying. Why? Yeah. Why'd you do it? Well, because he wasn't working and that's you, his fault.
1: But it was annoying. But you did it. But you wanted but to go out it. to eat and you didn't want to eat alone.
3: No, there were times when I didn't pay for him. should have <laughs> been
1: like pack a sandwich buddy.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much what I said.
1: Why wasn't he working? How long was he w- was he unemployed?
3: Uh, well in his industry he was totally down during that time so, so. Go, to, go get a
1: job I don't I think, think that's kind of, I don't think yep. that's yep. don't think you shouldn't think you're dumb maybe or you shouldn't be too well, annoyed. I thought
3: I, w- I, I thought I was being supportive girlfriend. I thought I was yeah. being supportive girlfriend like hey, you help me out. I'll help you out.
0: Yeah, um, so or that's just what friend, I did. just yeah. friend. But that's why we're sounds kind of one-sided anymore. though on the support end. It just what do gets, you mean? it just gets. It sounds old. like you did all the supporting.
3: I did, I did a lot of supporting. I did. That's why we're not together anymore.
0: <laughs> 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 that's why he's an ex. Shout
3: <laughs> out to him. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. Hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so sad days for these girls, but yeah. But the 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 thing is that these this man, Casanova. Would uh, pretty much say and do what women wanted to hear, and right away he'd move in, jack your shit, and peace. Wow. Sad Some of them is
0: probably their own fault, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be but honest, a, a, some,
1: somebody like that knows his target. He knows yeah. he goes for the girls that are needy and insecure. But,
0: you know, you can't you can't go giving out all your personal information to somebody. No, no. especially, yeah. if, you know, like giving out because the only way that he would have been able to withdraw that money is if he had her pin number. Did they, they catch exactly. this guy? You know? They caught this guy. Right. Yes. They and caught, so what is he facing? They caught him.
3: Well, he's as of right now, he's only charged with one count of theft because the one woman who actually caught him in Indiana press charges and the other but ones? that's when they started investigating and they found other charges in other states and so Oregon identity theft so there'll probably be some more charges coming to this guy
1: see you later dude he'll oh, be Instagramming from jail <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: cold day in my cell <laughs> but Bubba's going to keep me warm <laughs> <laughs> then
1: I'm going to steal his shit <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Watch out. He's going to steal your shit. <laughs> All right. What do you got next going on here?
3: Well, hopefully this. uh g- Luckily, this guy Casanova is going to go to jail here in the United States and not in, in Norway because does cold hard beds and maybe some crappy ass meals pop up in your mind when you think of prison?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah.
3: That doesn't happen in Norway. A prison near Oslo, Norway, has been dubbed the nicest prison in the world, where inmates work uh, for tending sheep, cows, and chickens on the farm instead of digging some trenches on with road crews. They also work in I think the th-
1: that's dope.
3: They work in the timber workshop and mending fellow prisoners' bikes.
1: It probably cuts down on on rapes for on other men. It sounds like (laughs) dude. Sheep? Did you say sheep? It sounds like Junior Angel. (laughs) It sounds like Junior High. I the, think the homemaking class, the shop class. <laughs> I think it's and, a great idea. And the mechanics class, doesn't it? Doesn't I it, took those classes.
5: They were good classes. Those <laughs>
1: See, were good classes. Sounds like junior high, dude. Well, I,
3: that's not all they get to enjoy. They enjoy they nice. They enjoy the
5: sheep. Nice, <laughs>
3: nice views of the island where the prison is located, prime fishing spots, and facilities such as a sauna. And a tennis court, the governor, Arnie Nielsen, explains that keeping prisoners locked up doesn't allow them to have real responsibilities. And if we treat people like animals when they are in prison, they are likely to it behave like animals when yes. they come out. That's I'm with that's them That's
0: a really on that. interesting point. Though. They
3: must be paid attention as uh, human beings. His theory must uh, be true. it. Bravo. Because Bravo. They, I disagree. It works. Bravo. It only has a 16% of reoffenders compared to the U.S. rate, which is 43%, making it the most successful facility in Europe. I, I agree disagree. with that. I don't care.
1: I, I agree. I, di- I don't. I, I don't I care. dig it. As, as, see, that's that's where the philosophy is in question because the real question is what is your philosophy regarding uh, a, a penitentiary or any kind of penitent uh Penitence. Here it is. Uh, is. Are prisons meant to punish or are they meant to rehabilitate? I say they're meant to punish. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. you done something wrong. It ain't my responsibility to rehabilitate you. You had your chance in society. you done fucked up. And if you go out and fuck up again, we'll throw you back in. It's punishment not rehabilitation but it doesn't and but it it doesn't it, it when you have that kind of posture it doesn't give them the opportunity you don't provide them the tools and the and, and the environment if you will to that once they've done paid the dump paid their price okay that 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 the uh that that they're going to
0: Function and, and but you know what? They had so, the opportunity so when no. they were in the free world. So know what? I, I agree with your point about punishment. Then that's what they should call it. They shouldn't call it a correctional facility because they do very little correcting in reality. Okay, I agree It with should you. be called punishment yeah, or I, something I, to that nature. Prison. But it shouldn't be called a correctional it facility. It should be prison. Because, yeah, you know, the idea of a prisoner coming in and, oh, we're going to correct him and send it back out and society's going to do right, that's unrealistic. That doesn't really happen. So ca- don't call it a correctional facility because they're not really correcting anybody. But it's no. happening in Norway. It's a prison. Right. It's but, happening but it's in happening Norway. It's happening there, but, but I, I, I would, my, my argument to that is, I think the criminals are a little just a little bit more hardcore here than they are in Norway. Uh well you know, I what, know I, th- I, what I was I, in Norway where
1: that guy shot all those freaking campers like 40 people or something like
0: there? I don't know.
1: I I I've never been to Norway, but yeah, I remember he he held them hostage on like a little bay or
0: island or something island, like that. Yeah. In Norway, yeah. Part of, I mean, but you know, part of the problem it, here is that our prisons are so overrun and overcrowded. The, I don't know that they're. Ha- I don't know the facts. I don't know that they're having that be, problem over there. I, I
1: think I don't know what the problem is. Oh, I think in Norway the the approach that with the sheep and shit, it's a good one because <laughs> I, it connects people. Like animals are good for you. Working is good for you on the farm. Uh, uh, if it provides that kind of a peaceful environment or a growing environment, then you give it that. Uh, that positiveness, a place to exist. When, when you put people in prison locked up in an environment that's aggressive and violent or whatever, the opposite of what, you know, then you don't give anything else but that a place to 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 uh, to grow. But it's not our job. Our job. You've done something wrong. You're being punished. Yeah.
3: Can I I just add that they uh, instead of living in concrete cells with bars in the window, they live in bright red country cottages. And uh, and they also have an additional wing, which is called the big house, which is actually a white man cottages, red country cottages. Okay. And uh, the big house is a white mansion with chickens uh, in the basement, (laughs) hatching eggs. And also they for food, they have fresh fruit every day and some things they have like salmon and homegrown vegetables from their communal garden they are provided with one meal a day and then the rest of their meals they get uh, they get wages and they pay for those um they go to the mini supermarket so they can go and purchase their own meals now,
0: if we had a system like that in america I, it sounds good in theory but i think it would have sort of a reverse effect because because be, be, because you have a lot of you have a lot of inmates and prisoners that feel like life in prison is easier than it is on the streets i agree it's it's three square meals it's a roof over your head Table free TV. clothing and, and everything's free our tax dollars pay for it medical so they like, medical, so they're like yeah they get free healthcare like i don't even get free healthcare and i work and, and so they're it, like yeah. you know why should, why should i go back and live on the streets when i can just come here exactly. and have the easy life
1: that's why you punishment know? should be punishment straight up i'm sorry it might sound uh, draconian but that's what i believe you've done I, the punishment. i have to
0: agree with you there and you know you and i are on opposite sides of the political spectrum but i agree with you on that. so what it you're saying so what punishment. you're
1: saying if 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 we have facilities here like if, they're they're too, wanting, if
0: they're too good, they're going to want to go to prison. Like in Norway. Right.
1: So if they had a facility here with a supermarket, the, the people that were uh, in jail for stealing a supermarket would have an opportunity to steal the supermarket.
0: Well, the thing <laughs> is, is like, if, if you're, if you're going to make jail all nice and say, hey, we're going to give you you know, fluffy furniture and colorful carpet in your cell, and they're going to be like, well, yeah. why, why would I want to go back to well, listen, the hood and I can live here? Lourdes chimed <laughs> in. She goes, Angel, let's go there and get arrested. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> see?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Can I just say the the criteria to be in this prison is that you can only get a transferred if you have five years left on your sentence to serve every type of offender can be accepted so long as they fit this criteria and one of the main one being a, der- a determination to live a crime-free life on release I so like the the governor says that he so feels like when he wants them when they look at themselves in the mirrors, they don't want them to think I'm shit, I don't care, I'm nothing. They want them to think that they are human, that they have worth to discover, and that they're not evil human beings. I So this, I am. So this I don't is wanna... the
0: kind of place that you could go right out of court. It sounds, court no, to this. No, okay. no, no. It sounds I like, like it. a
1: halfway house. And something like that is sort of okay, but don't do it out of my... I'm sorry. I don't want to pay for it out of my tax dollar. If some private company wants to set up or donors halfway house is fine, but you got you, so you had your chance. So you have you no fucked up. Now you're going to get trained to go into life. And, and you know, people like other people are trying to make a living on their own and they can barely make it. They can barely go to vocational schools or whatever. If they want to go to an education. They can't afford
0: an education. They can't afford health care. And these guys are going to go And honestly, some of those prisoners, I hate to say it, get better perks than I do. Yeah. And I work. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I never committed a crime in my life. You don't deserve it. You did your time. Now you get to go. You don't deserve it. Done. You,
1: you you have the opportunity to go back into society. Here's your second chance. You're free now. Done. Um, okay.
2: You learn your lesson. Okay. Good debate. <laughs> I just, I
1: just think that uh, that the that the posture needs to let up a little bit. Our our prison system, from what I gather, I haven't been in prison, but from what I gather, and here hasn't in the U.S.,
3: Jose, hasn't Jose been in prison?
1: I've been in jail, not in prison. Oh, in jail. And oh, close they, enough. There's a difference. <laughs> there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed, the the they're they're crowded here. Uh, the uh, the consensus seems to be that. It's it's more of trying to keep them in jail um, uh, in order to maintain this prison industrial complex. Uh. OK. And it's still on the same. You even hinted it on it yourself because you said to yourself, well, if you want to do it, don't do it on my money. So really, it, I'm willing to punish you with my money because you done fucked up. Right. If you broke, but you know, if, you, if you, but you're not listen, willing to no, committed but you're not, a crime, if you, you killed wait, someone, if you, you already molested someone, you're hey. going to jail. I'll pay you for already it. spoke. You already Shit. spoke, Jose, but you're not willing to rehabilitate no. with your money. No, that's exactly the problem here <laughs> is we're really, well, all we want to do is punish, but we don't want to pr- lend a hand. But wait a minute. Punishment is a punishment. It's a penis. penis it's a it's a was a penance for something you did you right. don't get rewarded afterwards your reward is you've done your time you go free that's I, your reward i still don't see it too much of a reward if you're in a place doing time and and, and in the in, under these conditions that they said it's in the last five years so obviously you've done some hard time that's five years of vocational years. training for free and and a spa
0: also oh, so, and so, a wage so don't provide I don't know about you him. jose but i had to pay for college uh, yeah you? yeah we <laughs> yeah, gotta pay for saying. education and i don't i don't necessarily i'm not an unsympathetic person but i don't want my tax dollars to pay for their medical expenses my tax dollars don't even cover my medical exactly. expenses
1: exactly I, uh, I i don't know i think that the posture of holding of of holding that is what the problem is because in the in the case it's a perfect example because on that same token in uh, in the us we're holding more and more people in jail because of money because of the, the, the having know, to maintain mon- this money is another issue no, it's not because Only when we have when we have that posture of like okay, you know, uh, uh, it, it, we're doing the same thing but in a smaller in in the macro. Like, Jaime Sanchez chimed in and he says jail should be a deterrent for committing crime, but that's kind of broad. Jaime, does that mean you go for the rehabilitation or the punishment? Clarify yourself, young man, and post it on the wall, not no, on our message. That's, I want other people to see, be part of it. Jose, see, he makes a good point. I think that that the bottom line is what matters in, in this case, the the. And so the question you're saying is, does the does the end justify <laughs> the means? John B. Just right? chimed in and she, he says, here's an after tweet, after death tweet. Jose and Angel were right. Should have just went to jail. <laughs> 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 nice. That's a good one, John B. Good. It's a good one. See, that's what I'm talking about there, um Mr. Jaime Sanchez. Share it with the world. Put it on the Facebook wall, not on our message. So to deter crime, the 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 means does, does what you're saying does the end justify the means? No, what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is Jaime Sanchez is I Sanchez know. is not making himself clear. Because does he believe that in order to deter crime, you offer a rehabilitation or you give him a punishment? I say you give him the lashes, Ivamunos. Once you've paid your for your dues, your your reward is go out into society and have another chance at it. If you fuck up again, yeah, I'll pay for you. To and get I back think in jail. and I think what he's yeah. saying is what ma- what works works. It
0: doesn't matter what it is.
1: I don't know. Hey clarify yourself, please. It doesn't matter, really. Give us a call That's at 626 275 that, 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 that
0: was a great load of dirty laundry there, Jack. I know. Let's do it. I think you got more. more. Uh, Alrighty.
3: I've got one more You know what, for it's you good? guys. It's
0: because I'm here. You concentrate better when no. I'm around. <laughs>
1: Please.
3: Admit it. Admit it. It's
0: okay. You guys are flowing? Irritated since <laughs> I walked in. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's not All true, guys.
3: Jeff.
5: Jeff, she's not.
0: That's
3: very true. <laughs> 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 Moving on, guys. Oh, A-Rod, A-Rod, A-Rod. Yankees baseball star Alex Rodriguez is once again with a headache about this one. We're not talking about his current allegations of doping. We're, that's some other news in Dirty Laundry Day. But um, Alex Rodriguez and rapper Jay-Z raised over $400,000 in a 2006 celebrity poker tournament to benefit his foundation. Well, only about $5,000 of it made its way to various charities. This is all this is all according to a new report uh, from the Globe, citing IRS uh, reports that they only gave about one percent of their proceeds to charity during its first year of operation in 2006. Then suddenly stopped submitting mandatory financial reports to the IRS. That's when it was stripped of its tax exempt Status the foundation, uh, is still hosted on the MLB uh, website. It's because it's is still considered a non profit organization, however, the news section hasn't been updated since 2007. Which
1: rappers are these?
3: This is Alex Rodriguez, who's the Yankees baseball oh. <laughs> uh, player, but he hosted the Procore tournament with Jay Z. Okay, okay, so it seems like he's uh, the, ch- the charity has been mismanaged, and um, the Globe did a whole sweep. Of 50 nonprofits run Uh by professional athletes. And um, A-Rod was one of the ones that had issues. They say Uh experts, nonprofit organizations experts say that about 65 to 75 percent of proceeds should go directly to the mission's. Uh, the organization's mission.
1: So that was only 1%, they Only
3: said. 1% That's of their ridiculous. proceeds went to charity. So when you're donating to A-ron's, you know, foundation, at least in 2006, it went nowhere. Where it went exactly, we don't know. Here's
1: the deal. The thing about those, those uh, uh, foundations, unfortunately, and I hate to sound cynical, is that a lot of them are really set up by uh, the the celebrities, uh, lawyers and accountants in order to be a tax shelter. And so the celebrity involved or attached to it doesn't really know where the money's going. They don't know. If I was to set up a charity, I'd wanna know. I'd wanna set it up to where like, okay, where's this money, where is this going? Mm -hmm. I want it to be as hands-on as possible so that i can see that the money
0: celebrities aren't hands on they let their team take care of everything but, but it's <laughs> just, So they don't know what's happening and it's really just a tax shelter yeah. they do
1: it's it's really set up but, as a tax shelter but why do you do that when you give money for for a charity and you want to just know like every in and out that's like self-imposed anxiety because when you give when you give it to to them you're giving it to you know for a purpose right and so if they fumble it then you're going to feel stupid like that but girl that went on a date with that guy and then he stole her stuff. She all you got to de- do is having your in your mind that okay, I gave this for a good cause out of my heart and you really don't know where But you want to make sure that if if this is a charity for young girls that have been victimized and it's a school and, and and you really wanna make sure that the people that you've invited, like some of them are your contemporaries, like another celebrity, and you've and they've entrusted you by saying, I'm gonna spend a lot of money at this charity thing so that your foundation can be benefit from it. Then you put your name out there and they think that it's going to this and only 1%. So yes, I care, one, because I want my friends to be able to have confidence in it, and two, that the benefit factors, are benefiting from it. Is that benefactors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But if you gave it to them already and they fu- and you didn't know, like say you didn't do your due diligence. But I want to know. But say you didn't know and then find out later on, don't worry about it. You, st- you still gave it for a good cause. Just like the girl in the bed. You know, she gave it for a good cause. So he stole your laptop. Hey, but... I want to go back (laughs) to the prison because Lulu says, uh, "Jose, the U.S. incarceration rate is the highest compared to other countries. Your taxes are tax dollars are already paying for this. It's not a money issue. It is never about money. It's a moral issue. I know that, Lord. This, as a matter of fact, I know that. But you know what? The United States happens to have the most money invested into jail systems, and believe it or not, they have happen to have the highest tech and most comfortable prisons in all of the world." Um, including westernized countries. Therefore, you've got the best jails in the world. That's enough for me. I ain't going to pay for nothing else, yo. Shit. And you know why more people are in jail? You want to know why more people are in jail in in the United States? I'll tell you why. Because there's an infrastructure. The prison industrial complex. Because there's an infrastructure. There uh, uh, There are law officers in the street there are more there are police officers policing every municipality in the country yes. other countries don't have that there are laws that are being and because also we are free to do things and more uh, the more people are out and about and doing things the more they're going to get into freaking trouble so so jose i know that's what i was talking about or the prison industrial complex is not just limited to the the uh, uh the infrastructure of the prison system but also the 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 institutions or agencies that put them in there the detectives and uh, uh forensics labs and and all that kind of stuff and that's why what i was saying earlier is that that's why our, our posture needs to be our stance Towards our fellow brothers and sisters, whether they're criminals or not, we need to be careful that we're not too lopsided. No, on the sense of punishing, because then we're what we're doing is we're we're uh, we're we're maintaining this this infrastructure when in in, in, in reality there needs to We be should a, have less. There are criminals out there. Yeah, there are criminals out there. that need to be punished if they commit a crime. If they commit yeah, a crime, but, they get punished, but it's, they don't get cable TV. They don't get a spa. They don't even get school. I'm sorry. You had your chance. I'm sorry. I don't believe in that. I don't. Maybe uh, if some private institutions and, and churches want to donate library books and shit and, and they want to donate their time to teach them, fine. You do it because you want to do it. I don't want my tax dollars for to do it. My tax dollars are there to punish you if you commit a crime done. <laughs> Okay, Jose. <laughs> well, so <Duh. laughs>
3: so moving on. <laughs> so, like I said, that uh, that nonprofit was by uh, a Rod, Alex Rodriguez from the Yankees. However, a- a-
1: Jose, uh, he's not getting any of Jose's money because okay. his money is to punish you <laughs> if you commit a crime, not for any
5: charities.
3: <laughs> well, uh, they also did a report on those that actually are are in the winnings list of. Uh, uh, sports athletes that have uh, non-profit organizations that do actually do what they say they're going to do, <laughs> and one of the winners was uh, Knicks player Car- Carmelo Anthony. Uh, He actually had 87% of his funds raised from 2008 to 2010 going to actual charitable causes. Good for him, Carmelo. Good for you, Carmelo. Right on. Doing the right thing. Anyway, there's
1: a picture posted of Jackie Casas and Jeff Johnson in the garage right now, um, and a lot of people are making comments. Lourdes says, hey, when's the wedding? Billy, oh. Billy, Billy Scott. I, I just, I just put a comment on that one. <laughs> Poor Jackie, she's a. Oh, uh, uh, she bit, almost bit her tongue on that. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Scott says Jackie's fine.
3: Ooh, thank you, Billy Scott.
1: Yeah. Lulu says I agree. Hotness.
3: Ooh. Ooh, thank you. Notice how nobody's saying you're hot, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not hot. I'm scorching. <laughs> all
4: right? He's hot in the shade. <laughs>
1: All right, Uh,
3: guys, that's all I have for tonight for News and Dirty Laundry. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. All right, so we we have Jackie every Tuesday night with us as she does News and Dirty Laundry. Now, when we come back, we're going to have Angel's Chill Lounge, so stand by.
0: Of that same old talk radio listen to twin talk with jose and angel tuesdays at 7 p.m
3: hey everyone this is melissa martinez your loca host of Maz tv just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every saturday at 8 30 a.m on channel 20 direct tv dish and at&t UVerse. tune in
0: kick back and listen
1: I'm fed up, I can't take it anymore. I am at a total loss. There are many writings that speak of the power in the word. For example, the tongue is at the helm, meaning it steers the ship and I am the ship. This suggests that by the words I speak to others and myself, I can create possibilities or destroy them. So if I say, I can't take it anymore. By the power in my words, I relinquished my strength, and indeed, I can't take it anymore. Having made this distinction, I am now forced with yet another power, the power to choose. So, I am chill, and so I am. Chill, one love. And That's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. Chill. Sorry, I messed up the audio on that one, brother. That's all right. Uh, you couldn't hear it. <laughs> We're having uh, some technical things. I couldn't even hear myself, but I hope everybody heard it loud and clear. That was the Chill Lounge from my corazón to the universe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. As we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage, on TwinTalkCast.com. And on the largest internet radio network, Live 365, just search for Twin TwinTalkCast Radio. Please go to TwinTalkCast.com and uh, download or stream all of our podcasts. They're available for free. Uh, you can subscribe. Just click Previous Podcasts. Hey, and what did we have last week? Last week, we had the Steve Pfister band on our show. Steve Pfister was on, and he was promoting and showing a shared brand new tracks really cool tracks we also had a call in from uh uh uh, uh, uh anonymous sergeant in the law enforcement agency talking about uh, i don't remember the mm-hmm. point of view of the police uh the police agencies when it came to uh, christopher dorner he gave us a real insight as to how the police departments uh, uh, our law enforcement was uh, was taking this whole Christopher Dorner con- controversy in man. Okay, hunting. okay. And we also had Jackie Cazzo. Okay, okay, whatever. Hockey. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I want to say John B. chimed in. He says, thanks, Jose, for supporting the punishment over rehabilitation. Too bad I lived in Texas. <laughs> That's hashtag after-death tweet. Nice. <laughs> Very funny guy, but just start spelling my name correctly. It's Jose with a J. Not an H. <laughs> oh. It's Hose. hose. Well, that's, hey, hey, that's what we call them at home. We call them hose, eh? Hey. That's very funny, John. <laughs> very funny. I like it. Nice job. Anyway, so we want to thank um, uh, Dr. Percy Crouch from um, from the Gang Intervention and uh, Community and Task Force in uh, Watts. Thank you for being on our show, and we want to thank you right for on, all eh? the work that he's done in Watts. I uh, also want to thank the police department in that area, uh, all the agencies, the Housing and Urban Development. They've done some amazing things. Check out the story. I put it on our Facebook wall. There's a link to it, to NBCLA.com. There's an article and a video. Uh, watch the video. That's what I shot and edited it. It's an amazing story. Also want to thank our girl, uh, Jackie Casas, with the News and Dirty Laundry. She's with us every week doing the news and the dirty laundry and wearing her pink headphones. Thanks for being with us again. Thank you. You rock. Yeah. Also want to thank the voice, the voice of Twin Talk, Mr. Jeff Johnson in the house. Thanks Always for Always
0: good to be here with you guys in the garage. I uh, have to come more often.
1: Yes, please do. If you guys do, don't, if you guys recognize his voice, it's because he is the voice of Twin Talk, the very first voice you ever heard if you tuned in to Twin Talk for the
0: first time. The one that we recorded in your car at the uh,
1: parking lot at work. As a matter of fact, we did. That intro you hear at the beginning, the one that says, it's time for Twin Talk. Was With re- Jose and Angel. There you go. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recorded it in the front seat of my car. The yep. ve- What did you call it? The velvety
0: voice?
3: What? Velvety love.
0: Yeah, it's very sultry. <laughs> velvety love voice. I didn't say sultry, but whatever. I said it for you. Don't worry about <laughs> it. He said salty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> velvety salty that's gross dude. <laughs> oh that's pretty gross anyways thanks jeff johnson the voice uh the voice of twin talk a multimedia journalist blogger all that good stuff always a pleasure angel's telling me to hurry up and yeah, wrap up man out. it's time to go have my tolly eh oh, whatever i gotta dude. go to bed and have my tolly anyway all of you guys pour that tolly Cheers, eh? Have a good night. Thanks for listening to us. Tune in next week at 7 p.m. Good night. Cheers.